When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Ah! Gavino and Rich. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. Here we go. Covino and Rich. Let's go. Wow! All right. It's the first of the month. June 1. How about that? Uno de junio. Welcome to our show. Shout out to all the Junios. Not, not, not enough of them. Not enough of them. There's a few, though. Someday I'll have a son named him Junio. I'm touring Junio, Gaston, or just Stadon, short for Mastodon. I mean, I'm trying Gotta to figure have it a out. kid first, and then yeah. that's the big stuff. I'll get there one day. Got plenty of time, right? Casino, Rich, Spot, thank you guys for hanging out, hanging and banging, slamming and jamming, rip roaring and ramming. Let's go. Boom. Let's go. How old was uh, Letterman when he had his son Harry? 57. 57? Because I saw him talking about Harry a little bit. He never does. Harry's 18 now. Can you believe that? I do believe that. Bow, bow. Some people say it's sort of. A selfish move to have a kid so late well, because they grow up without a dad. But Letterman's hanging in there looking good. I think Letterman's got at least another 10 years. So Harry will be 28. I mean, what is Letterman? 75? Five. Well, today, Morgan Freeman. How often do you look at a man's shoes? He's 85, so 85 is doable. Morgan if he, Freeman. If he's healthy. Hang around, hung around a lot enough to have relations with his granddaughter or something like that, didn't he? <laughs> something creepy enough. Hey, you hang around long enough, you start doing weird shit. Yeah. I mean, so the story went for a minute. I don't know the outcome yeah. of that story. I like Morgan Freeman. If that's true, that's weird. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, damn. Welcome to the show. Hey. Damn, damn. Sports, entertainment, life, your feedback, life, obvious observations, and more. Welcome to our Patreon. If there's anyone new subscribing for, for June, welcome to the Patreon. Thank you for being here. You know, I, uh, every night I'm having, a, I woke up late today. I was, I was up late last night, but not on purpose. Just couldn't fall asleep. And I kept watching next episode, next episode, next episode of nothing new, to be honest. I, I, can't, hey, 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 hey. I can't get into uh, Stranger Things yet. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in the mindset to watch something like cool and creepy and scary. Like it's just not where my head's at when I'm done at the end of the day. I don't know why. I'll get into it. Just not yet. I'm not forcing you to watch it, but it's good. I'm watching it. There's prideful spot. Happy pride. All excited for this month. I watched, I'm gonna uh, re- by the way, I'm going to read like much like every brand does. I'm going to obnoxiously rebrand everything. And then as soon as pride month is over, bam. Oh, 
Like every, like you said, like everything. Like, oh, we're all about pride. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I have an interest. I have a funny story about Pride Month. We'll get to it in just a second. Now, I started watching. Now, I'd watched it before, but maybe like five or six of them. I watch them all now. Comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. I don't love it. I know you loved it more than I did. I, I feel like I just enjoy watching Seinfeld talk to anyone because I just love Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. And he just have much like the Letterman show. My next guest, the guests are always really interesting type of people. So you're going to watch. But what I love about it, they're like 15 to 18 minutes. And my attention span is perfect for that. Agreed. I watched the JB Which Smooth is why one. People don't want to hear it, but we've conditioned our audience to think that we have to do two hours and 30 minutes, 40 minutes yeah. when... Honestly, that's counterproductive for everybody because that's not how the world works anymore. Yeah. 18 minutes. There was a 22-minute one, and I remember my thought was like, oh, oh, Norm McDonald. I watched my, my pal Norm, and I think that might have been my favorite comedians in cars. Him and Seinfeld together. Uh, the Stern one was good. JB Smooth. I wanted to be more JB Smooth. It was quick. It was 15 minutes. Have you watched that one? I think I've seen them all. Yeah, but they were good. I, I watched those, and I know it's not a newer show, but it did make me realize some of these guys that we grew up with are, are, are getting older and older and older and all these, like Jerry Seinfeld's not a young guy at all anymore. I mean, if they're getting older, that just means we're getting older too. Everybody's getting older. My favorite part of uh, the one with Norm where Norm's like, uh, you don't have any kids. So Seinfeld's like, what do you mean I don't have kids? I have, I have three kids. And Norm's like, well, did that like shocking look like. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, no, I mean, Seinfeld, <laughs> kids later in life, Letterman, kids later in life. So hey, you got time. Yeah. Little Junio. He's coming. When, you, when you're see. 57. You'll see. Yeah, yeah like 15 like, years. Like 12 years or something. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. Worry about you. Happy Pride Month, Cavino and Rich. That's our social media, at Cavino and Rich. We're on social media, much like Derek Jeter. We'll talk about him a little bit. Oh, some he's sports, a, he's some already entertainment. He's already dropping disses. Already, already, already slapping back, yeah, clapping I back. It. I love it. So, hope you had a great Tuesday night. It's a Wednesday that feels like a Tuesday, but we're already halfway through the week, a short work week. Last night, like Rich said, I was watching Stranger Things. Jordan's in um, like Pirates of the Caribbean sort of vibe. It's all the Johnny Depp stuff going oh. on. So she's watching that. I'm like, all right, I'll meet you there. I'll watch Stranger Things. So I'm watching Stranger Things, and I'm digging that hardcore. I haven't gotten to Top Gun yet. I know it's the Top Gun rage of 2022. Maverick, bro, I'm going to name my first son Maverick. Bro, greatest movie ever. Edge of my seat, man. Oh, everyone. Seated everyone. Dude, you got to see it, bro. Oh, my God. I thought last night. Bro, you got to go. Bro, last night. Like, are I you played, taking a uh, shit? Or are you just passionate about the movie? I, bro, you got to I played it. softball last night, and the guys I play with, a lot of them. Everybody loves it. A lot of them are in that acting world and yeah. just the, you know, love. A lot I'm of like, them, like movie nerds I play softball with on Tuesday nights. And these guys, I... I thought they were all going to jizz their pants on the spot. Oh, like, seriously. yo, you watched it? Oh, I watched it. Everybody I watched it twice. Ah, ah. Like everyone. Ooh, man. Then there's one guy I work, I play softball with. He works in special effects. And people are like, tell me how they did the plane scene. Well, here's what they did. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, Top Gun, the rage. Fight season level, bro. 
you gotta oh. see it, man, Maverick, bro. The conversation with Tom Cruise on oh, the flights. Oh, man, you gotta oh. stop with it because I'm gonna see it eventually, but I do have to recap the first one. It's been a minute. Me too. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've been in the danger zone. So <laughs> give me some time. But in the meantime, yeah, I'm watching Stranger Things, watching the Yankees annihilate the Angels with oh. that piece of shit, Mike Trout. I say that because... Well, there's another news story I, I know, I about know. Mike Trout that um, we'll get to later on. He's a terrible fantasy sports commissioner. Well, but I was watching some sports. Now gearing up because tomorrow is the NBA Finals. Ooh. And then people are going to be like, bro, you didn't see Maverick, bro. You got to go. Oh, Maverick. Well, I ever saw, bro. Just my band. You got to go. I'm our like, buddy, dude, uh, I'm watching the Finals, man. Chill. Our buddy Mike. Oh, that guy. Shannon's Shut husband. Me. Shannon's, uh, not husband, boyfriend. He's a... Huge movie guy. That's like his life. He works at Universal. He's an actor. He wrote a book about 007. He's a, like I said, superhero action movie. Did you say a superhero? A superhero. No, he's a soupy. Superhero. He's a superhero. He loves all that stuff, man. So super. And he even wrote on his social media, I was worried my friends, the press, and basically everyone had oversold and overhyped Top Gun Maverick. Maverick. And I'm so damn glad that was not the case. <laughs> Maverick. Maverick. Woo, what a fucking movie. A movie with some of the most incredible action I've ever seen on screen. You know what? I, mean, I keep my mind. I'm not naming my first son Junio or Gaston. Or, oh, Goose? It's No, it's Maverick. Wow. Yeah, Maverick. Maverick Cavino. Because, I mean, everyone's going to love him. Yeah. How Who's can they not? Ma- Who's going to hate Maverick? You love Maverick? Of course I love Maverick. Who loves Maverick? Love Maverick. 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 Sarah Palin style. All right. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Honestly, I haven't seen a buzz about a movie like this in a long time. I can't tell you the last time I did. Truthfully. Yeah. I, I can't tell you the last time I saw people freaking out about a movie. This Maybe like Avengers Endgame. Avengers. I was going to say when uh, the, the dude with the glove with all say, the diamonds on it. I was going to say it. Ghost. I was going to go back to Swayze. The dude with the glove with all the diamonds on it. Yeah, the guy that ends the world. That dude. I was going to say uh, E.T. He looks like a big rock. E.T. maybe. Um, Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> no, For real, man. People are losing their shit about this. Avatar was a good one. Avatar had a lot bro, of hype. I can't believe you haven't seen it, Andrew, bro. Andrew, that's a good one. The I new- saw Avatar in the theater based on the hype. I liked it. I didn't know. The it. new Avatar looks... Uh, I'm excited about that. It's crazy because I've seen that story before. It's called Romeo and Juliet. West Side Story. Romeo and Juliet. But it was a great movie. However, I, I never, it never added up correctly for me. Like, it was a big movie. Broke records. Took forever to make. I liked it. But that's where it ended for me. Like, I didn't watch it again. Never really saw much hype about it again. Critically, it was acclaimed, but then you you see like theme parks and they dedicate Avatar worlds to it. And you're like, was it really that big? Yeah, I never had a Avatar action figure. I've never seen one. You never had a, you never had an Avatar blue boner. I've never had an Avatar lunchbox. I did for Zoe Saldana. Never had an Avatar trapper keeper. Never had an Avatar foam finger. That like, I know it was a box movie. office draw. Woo. I get it. But like Not worthy enough for a, a, an Avatar land, which, by the way, was fantastic. It's one of the most. Well, let me give you my Maverick. My Maverick. Let's hear it. 
my maverick what <laughs> impression interpretation of how i felt coming out of yeah. avatar land in disney world holy shit bro you gotta go oh! i went in during the day bro and it was insane but when i came out it was nighttime and everything was glowing bro you gotta go was he on something what do you mean Avatar world this or land? Him. Yeah, I went. Oh, I thought it's you were Florida. talking about it for, Oh, yeah. but it's insane. Jeez. But you see how you were talking about a friend. How mammoth this franchise was, and you're like, wow. I mean, the movie was all right, just never added up properly. The movie was good, me. but was good. the the effects. I remember actually being pretty taken aback at how good the movie was in the theater. So Avatar is a good answer. Titanic is a great answer. I'm when a huge uh, Sigourney Weaver fan too. Titanic was uh, a situation where I remember women Sigourney. saw Titanic multiple times. We talked about that just the other day, how I've never gone to see a movie in the theater twice. I don't think. Seriously, you have to go back to Titanic to get the reaction you're getting from Top Gun. I guess because it hits all the feels of nostalgia Right. Yeah. And by the way, I was thinking about this. How fuck yeah is Tom Cruise right now? Well, he didn't want to do the movie. He had to be talked into it. But yeah. how like fuck yeah, I still got it. He's jumping up on couches all over again. He's, Who's more stoked than Tom Cruise about the success of this movie? Mission Impossible is coming out next year, so I feel like dude, this was just an afterthought for him. He's like, yeah, I'll do it for nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. but he's saying I know people will love it. People can say what they want. <laughs> they can think what they want. I'm still the fucking guy. Yeah. He's, he's he's jumping on every couches, second of it. telling Loving everyone they're telling second. everyone they're glib, jumping Crazy. on couches. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Uh, there has to be a part of him that's he's like, wow, still the guy. How after, old is he? After everything he's done, his number one box office weekend opener ever. We're talking in the history of a guy that we've already considered one of the biggest movie stars of all time. So yeah, no one's on. Uh, hey, no one's on cloud nine, living it up more. Ever let someone tell you that you peaked? Because how, uh, Tom Cruise, like Rich said, a guy who's done it all, mm -hmm. is peaking now at, what, 57? How old is he? 65? How old is he? 102 years old? I'm going to say 60. I'm saying 61. How old is Tom Cruise? Oh, didn't we? we uh, 60. 60. Oh, he's 60. Okay. So no, wait. Or was he 59? This dude's breaking his own record. He's going to be 60 this at year. At 60? Man, good oh, yeah, for him. Remember, he's 59. He's 60 this year. Wow. So he's gonna. He's 59 right now. He's so, 60 in a month. Man. Props to you, Tom. Born on the 3rd of July. But maybe, people uh, are freaking out about it. I'm maybe like, there was man. a need for speed. Maybe there was a, maybe there was a need no, for this again, action. Nostalgia how, uh, mixed with action, mixed with Tom Cruise. And I wonder how Kelly McGillis feels about all this. You know what? I don't know. Left out. Sad. I wonder how Anthony Edwards feels about all this. No cameos? I don't know. I mean, he's dead, but Anthony Edwards, meaning in the, his characters. Oh, that was yeah, See, that, like was goose. Said, that was good. It's been a minute since I've been in the danger zone. I wonder how Mr. Strickland feels about all this. <laughs> Some people I'm getting a lot of feedback too. you know what the other mind blaster is like, can you believe so and so never saw the original shout out to Dr. Tim, Dr. Tim. I'm sorry. I just realized I didn't get back to you. Dr. Tim said, can you believe that Jaime Tavares never saw the original Top Gun? But I've gotten that like so many times. Like, bro, I can't believe that Bart didn't see the original. I'll tell you what. But I got to tell you, I've seen the original. And I mentioned yesterday, way back on a Wednesday, I used to play the game. And I used to love the game because the graphics were dope. And I'd try to refuel the fighter jets. And it was tough. On Nintendo, the game was great. 
It was really great. Top Gun for Nintendo. It looked cool. It was difficult. It's like a hard game. But I definitely need a refresher. It wasn't one of those like I had on VHS and DVD and watched a million times. That's a great I saw it assessment. a few times. Uh, the great assessment is, did you have it on VHS? Yeah. And I'm sure you, most people And did. if you didn't. I didn't. Which you did not and I did not. That means you probably saw it on cable TV or network TV here or there. And you know what happened? You probably saw it once in the theater when you were a little boy. But Top, Top Gun, I, I could promise you, my mom and dad, I'm not quite sure they saw it. It was, it was not a top movie in, in my household. Yeah, so before I watch the new one, I don't want to miss all the references to the original. I don't. So I do have to brush up on it. But you know what? I'll do that You know, when I'm done watching the Yankees whoop on the Angels again, Stranger Things. When I'm done, you know, hot stepping in my magic shoes. When I'm done watching the NBA Finals. Got a lot of things going on. There it is. Top Gun, the Nintendo game. Spot's playing. Spot, the toughest part is refueling, though. Refueling's like a bitch. Landing. Landing was tough. No, landing was like, Which oh, missile oh, should oh, I oh, choose? Oh, 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 no. Left, left. Oh, hey, yeah, 40 oh. missiles. Yeah. Here we go. It was good. Like, these were great graphics at the time. By the way, there's some video game news we'll get to later today. Do you it remember John Madden? That's why I said boom right off the gate. Do you remember the top VHS tapes in the Cavino household that were in heavy birtation? It wasn't even necessarily ones that you bought. A lot of times it was ones Tape that you recorded. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, what was like, uh, I remember like it could have been a random movie. Like Jeff Bridges Starman. Like what a random movie, but someone recorded it, so I watched it like three or four or 15 times the number one probably overwatch vhs tape where the, the it was the tracking was probably bad because we watched it so much on the same vhs tape because remember vhs tapes had uh what six hours so you could tape three movies on a vhs tape for the Some most did, part. yeah yeah most of them had six hours six hours was the standard i think back then then eight i think but we had major league and Naked Gun on the same VHS tape. So there are days where times. you popped it in and you got Major League, Wild Thing, Rick Vaughn, and then Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen. That was probably the number one overwatched VHS tape in my house. Yeah, we had a lot of that, but my mom was more into like the classics. So Back to the Future was one that we overwatched a lot. When I say classics, I don't mean like Back to the Future, which is a classic. You're, you're talking like old-ass movies. Yeah, my mom had like Casablanca and Angels with Dirty Faces and Yankee Doodle Dandy. I think Because I a, love James Cagney. I think we had a Jaws 1 and 2 on the same VHS tape back-to-back -back also. Like we, that, Top Gun was not in the rotation. I've seen it, but I will say, much like you, it's been a, a refresher is needed. It's been a minute since we've been in the danger zone, so give us some time. So it's... The Maverick, Top Gun Maverick Rage of 2022. I think we made our point. But <laughs> I'm with Bowser. We haven't, was... seen, we haven't seen an outcry like this since like Titanic days. Yeah, Titanic. And we got phones, so let's say what's up. Titanic, Avatar, yeah. But uh, I'm with Mauser. A lot of Seagal movies on VHS in my household as well. Hard to Kill, Mark for Death, Above the Law, Under Siege. Who we got? Rocket Dog. Yo, Rocket Poo, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. So, I've unashamedly said for years, Top Gun, the original, is my favorite movie. So, I've been waiting a long time for this to come out. Um, 
I was worried that they overhyped it. I don't see a lot of movies in theaters just because I have kids, and when I do, typically it's kids' movies. Yeah. I was so glad I wait. I, I'm so glad I saw it in theater. It was well worth the wait. It was so well done. Two things. Number one, if you've watched the original, if it's been a while, watch it again because they did such a good job of symbolism, pulling things from the original movie and putting it in here. There's there's one line in particular uh, that if you know the movie, you'll, you'll get it, but it's only referenced once in the original. But it's very obvious. Well, pay attention then. But the other thing is, if you've never seen the original Top Gun, like my wife has never watched it with me all the way through. This one does stand alone. There's enough backstory that they fill you in on, so you know what's going on. So even if you've never seen Top Gun, you don't have to watch it. You will understand what's going on, you'll know the story, and it'll be pulled in right away. Good to know. Let me ask you this, um, since you're a, a savant here, you're a super fan. Do they show unreleased footage that wasn't in the original, like they did in Karate Kid, like Cobra Kai? Or is no, it all no, footage nothing, from the no movie? No unreleased footage, but they do a lot of, like, the movie starts the exact same way. Like, if you remember, in the original, there's a blurb that comes up about what Top Gun was. It, it's literally the exact same thing. It tells okay. you you've said too much. Created, right, well, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. Hey, man, that's someone... coming from a super fan who yeah. has high expectations. We've heard it over and over again, man. Hold the on. testimonials is true. for this movie have been like none I've seen in years, and that's cool to see. You know, it feels like a roller coaster ride the way people describe it. I mentioned that yesterday, and I'm not dumping on the movie. I'm just poking fun at people's like crazy reaction toward it like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread well <laughs> maverick this is the feedback we're getting maverick is everything you needed it to be and right. everything you didn't know you wanted oh yeah i read like, that who wrote that well, i saw that I'm, I'm looking now and is it true they already took it off uh netflix what top gun oh i didn't know that spot did you get to refuel yet I, uh, no, no, in no, the no. top gun nintendo game oh no Spot Top Gun was on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon? Where Netflix, was it? Uh, Netflix. No, I'm going to have to rent it on Amazon. Well, I heard great things from everybody. How much do you think it is to rent on Prime Video? $2.99? Regular Top Gun? Let's see. Top Gun. Oh, you know what looks really great, too? We made a mention of it yesterday, I believe. But the trailer for Pinocchio came out. Oh, included on Prime. Oh, okay. Included on Prime. So you can watch yeah. the original Top Gun on Prime if you have Amazon Prime. The trailer for Pinocchio came out with Tom Hanks. I wrote it down because you're such a big Pinocchio guy. I, I am a big Pinocchio I wondered Pinocchio if you guy. were excited about this. I got a little emotional watching the trailer. You're the only and guy. I really couldn't see it well because the sun was blaring and glaring on my phone. And I was like, it looks good. Is that Tom Hanks' is Geppetto, huh? It looks, yeah, it kind of looks like Geppetto. Anyway, I always loved Pinocchio. I, not that I didn't. I just, of all the friends and family I have. Loved it. It's, it's a dark you're, movie the, you're the one guy that. Uh, Rich loves Pinocchio. That you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I had on VHS? Pinocchio. 16 Candles. That was a big one in my house. Oh, over and over man. again. John, like John Hughes movies, things like that. But um, Pinocchio, the trailer came out. Looks great. Looks really good. Jiminy Cricket looks great. Pinocchio. I haven't seen Pinocchio, I, though. I enjoyed uh, Pinocchio. I always, I always appreciated him as a little wooden boy. Though. I enjoyed like, Pinocchio as a kid, but you're the guy that, uh, if, like, if you were to say, yo, name your top five uh -oh. animated movies or Disney movies of all time. Uh -oh. Pinocchio's not on my top five. I feel like it might make your top five. It's my number one, I think. Got fuel. Got I don't fuel. think there's yeah. a cartoon I like better than that. Fuel time to fuel. Lampwick was, oh, here he is, fueling. 
This is when it gets tough. You're like, up, up. You're like, oh, I gotta refuel. Left, left, right. It basically sticks it in the ass of the airplane. <laughs> speed up, speed up. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, it's like rich in the early 2000s. Wow. Oh. Fill me up. Oh. Yo. Which hasn't been filled up like that since the early 2000s. Since the early 2000s. So I think we made our point, right? I think we can move we on. We all love yeah. movies and entertainment, Wait, but people are freaking out about Top Gun. The end. Ta-da. But it's like enough with the pressure. You got to go. I, I will see it eventually. But I do want to see it in the theater because yeah. I feel like that's the perfect type of movie to see in a theater. I'll go with you. You want to go? You want to go next week to an afternoon show right after we do our show? Give yourself the rest of the week to chill. And we'll go to like a nice emptier theater next week. Grab a little popcorn at like like a like a lunchtime show. I can't do movies in the afternoon. I just can't. Matinees, manatees. I can't do ma- manatees. Every Did time I land? see that, every time I see that word, I do think it says manatee. I can't do daytime manatees. Are you serious? Yeah, that's weird for me. Yeah, I'll go at night. So, but then anyway. if, you go, if you go nighttime, then you're gonna be like, "Yo, bro, we gotta wake up and do the show tomorrow." You're gonna be a bitch. There's only two things that are. Nighttime events for this guy. That's sexy time and movies. See, I feel like you can watch a movie and have sexy time in the day. I can't. I'm allergic to it. Let me read some 80s movies. You tell me if they were in the Covino family household VHS rotation. Because I remember, in fact, I won't get it because there's no, who cares? But literally in the next room, the guest bedroom in the closet, I have a, a little bin of VHS tapes. I, I kept a few just for nostalgia. You know me. I get rid of a lot of stuff, but I kept a few. And one of them is Major League and uh, Naked Gun. And I have a few that were just so big in my household. Uh, Goonies. All right. What about Big? Huge. Great movie. Do you remember that? One of the best. I just picture my dad's handwriting on all of them, like like my dad's meticulous oh, handwriting so on, the, on the VHS label. Oh, Shalina, walking down the street 10 times a week. I said it, I read it, I broke my mama's credit. Spaceballs. I'm cool, I'm hot. Was that in the family rotation? Oh, I fucking love Spaceballs. Down, down, baby. I'll tell you one that was, that was in your rotation, I bet. Did you guys have Pee Wee's Big Adventure on VHS? Yes. Oh, how did I forget I'll this? I'll say. How did I forget this? Big Top Pee Wee. <laughs> One of the most abused VHS tapes in the Dickie Doo house because of my dad. Oh, Chevy Chase, the vacation movies. Never, never vacation. became my family. Oh, vacation. My dad Wally did World. watch Caddyshack over and over again, though. Uncle Buck, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, we had all these on VHS. Mouser's right. La Bamba was a big one in the Cavino household. Great Teen Wolf. Movie. Teen Wolf. It's just those are movies I saw on cable. I don't think you had cable. No, we had we had VHS tapes. My parents so had everything. I saw a lot of these movies over and over again. Like I made this random random reference the other day. Biggie Deli knows what I'm talking about. That there was a movie called Heavenly Kid. HBO played that a million times mm-hmm. as a kid. So I watched it a million times. HBO always played Christine. What's that other like rock and roll movie? Eddie and the Cruisers. (laughs) HBO played like lots of things over and over again. So I would see things over and over again. You know, um, my parents had a deal with, it's odd because I told you my dad, he'll be like, oh, I guess, I I don't know why, because my dad's such a 
relevant TV guy now. Like my dad's like, oh, I'm caught up on Saul and I'm watching. Uh, like my dad watches every new show the way you or I would. He probably he watches more than I do because he's retired. Like, oh, Richie, how are you not caught up on? And he'll name some new Netflix or Amazon show. I'm like, I don't because I'm busy, dad. Oh, let me know when you're caught up on uh, uh, Nelly and I already finished Stranger Things. With uh, how you know, like my dad watches. It's good. He watches it's everything. Dark though. It's you remember we said they spent thirty million an episode. You could tell. It's not that you could tell, but it's good. So whatever they did to make it good, it's working. Great so watches. He watches everything. But as you know, we didn't have cable as a kid. My dad was like, no can do to cable for some reason. Oh, I don't know why. You missed that on the heavenly kid, right, of, Lonnie? Of all the things. Still holds up. I saw it recently. Of all the things my dad did spend money on, we did not have cable TV. But for some weird reason, I feel like they were pals with the guy at the video store. I feel like my dad, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone else's family pre, did this. Was like, blockbuster? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, this is, Palm, this did, is like, did you have Palmer video? No, but this is like Hollywood USA. Yeah, it was like Not Hollywood video, the chain. It was called dudes. Hollywood USA. Yeah. And we would go to Hollywood USA. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, because this is how we got the WrestleManias, the SummerSlams, all these movies. I think my dad would be like, hey, here's 10 bucks or five. He'd give the guy at the uh, video store a few bucks, I think, and they... Maybe at that time, the version of burning a tape, like, because we would get like almost like bootleg versions of things. And that's how, like, hey, how did you have that movie? I don't know, because it wasn't the official box. It was like a, v a VHS tape, but it had movies on it. Yeah. So my dad was probably just giving the guy a couple bucks at the video store, like, hey, put like five good movies on this VHS tape. I'll tell you what. I don't know if that was a scheme there back was in the day. No bigger thrill for me as a kid, way back on a Wednesday, a little nostalgic conversation, because. Honestly, that's why I think people are loving this Top Gun movie so much. Because it's good. I'm not denying that it's not great and the fight and flight scenes are great. But it's nostalgia. And it's just hitting you in all the right places. And you're like, oh, man, Tom Cruise is still great. No, oh, the movie's still great. And it's just as great as it was when I loved it when I was little. It's better, bro. It's better. Makes you feel good. Tom Cruise still has it, man. He's 60. I got another 15 years of awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Anyway, nothing gave me a bigger thrill as a kid. Yeah. We didn't have Disney cartoons accessible. We just didn't. Yeah. And this is even pre-Disney Channel, which I had, and that was a thrill in itself. Right? Yeah, when Disney Channel came out, because you missed that on cable. Yeah. But when my parents got Disney Channel, I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. What is this, Pooh's Corner? I'm going to watch this all day. And I was like old, I think. <laughs> I loved it. I love Pooh's Corner. <laughs> you know, I love Dumbo Circus, man. I was like 15. I was like, this is the greatest shit ever. I waited my whole life for this. <laughs> is that what you call the little area where your total toilet is now? Pooh's Corner, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what we used to do, and, and I say this because people are like, really? They did that? And I'm like, yeah. I would want to see, I had such a hankering for Disney cartoons. We didn't have a VCR. So it must have been what, like nine, eight, nine? I don't know. No, because I had a little sister at the time. So maybe 10. We still didn't have a VCR yet. My dad would rent a VCR from one of those local oh. places. He would rent the VCR. We'd have it for like a weekend. I've heard people say that. And we that. would rent like all these Disney cartoons. The only way I had access to that shit. I never and knew that. I would be like... That was like my most joyous moment ever. I don't remember and that. I, even I wish being an I could option. figure out what that what that feeling today is for a kid because that shit probably meant getting the uh, probably world getting to me. probably when mom or dad's like here's some more Robux dollars or some Robux. I don't think it matches the excitement no, level I, I had to be able to watch all these Disney cartoons that we didn't have. See again, 
they're so kids today are so jaded. They have everything at their fingertips, right? That nothing's that special to them. For me to watch a Disney cartoon, like a regular, like Mickey Mouse, like a regular Donald Duck, yeah. who gets stuck with all the bad luck. Like that shit was so dope for me. You're not going to do your Donald impression when it's your best one? No, nah, I can't do it anymore. I retired it. Jesus. Renting VCRs was so 1982. That's oh, how I don't know. That's what we were doing. Because it was before, my family bought our house on Long Island in like 85, I think, 84, 85. Never rented a VCR because by then I think the early 80s, I didn't even, we didn't even watch on a VCR. So I'd imagine, because when people say renting a VCR, that to me sounds like I've never even heard so of such a VH thing. players used to be like a thousand bucks back in no, the day. So I guess, I guess my family waited until yeah, it was. Uh, shit. So the local place that you're Hollywood USA, yeah, yeah. they would rent not only the VHS tapes, uh, but VCRs to people. Uh, and I would beg my my mom and dad, please, can we rent the VCRs so I could watch these Disney cartoons? I remember going so to- All we had uh, was Saturday morning. We didn't have cartoons, endless cartoons all day. I remember going to my, my dad's aunt's house on Christmas every year. And since we didn't have cable, and by the way, Cello Fellow, I believe, points out that I, I bring it up a bit over the years. Cello Fellow? Yeah, there's always people that may have missed the story, but- me not having cable TV explains how I miss some of the things Kavino talks about. So it's a, it's a relevant fact. Like MTV, yeah, is like, the biggest obvious one. Like to me, MTV and missing some of that stuff, it's very clear. So the explanation of I didn't have cable when I was very young is the one hundred percent reason for a lot of those missing points. Now, I never had one of these, but I remember my aunt had some type of box with a, a wire attached to it where each little notch had like three different channels, where we, uh, like some type of old school cable box. Do you remember this? I had it my whole life. Like it was like a- It was a, a, a lever on the left. A lever. And it was for the top, middle, middle and, and bottom. bottom. Yeah, and, and like then some, it had all the buttons. Yeah. And to access like a Playboy channel, you had to hit like three Th buttons at the same time. I remember doing that. scrambled teddy. Once or twice a Teddies. year, I would fiddle around with this thing and be like, oh my God, they're from my aunts from the future. <laughs> That shit, well, I was fascinated by it. We never had it. This is the aunt that had the answering machine? No, different aunt. Because uh, she's she peaked in the 80s. She peaked like, in the 80s. She yeah. peaked in the 80s. Aunt Linda, that's it. 87, she just retired. Uh, she's technology. still using that same device. That's I think funny. they were called Gerald boxes. But we had those cable boxes always, yeah. There was two versions of them. I remember we had, again, Rich is talking about, there was a wire going from your TV, and you actually had to press the, the buttons. We had that, too. That was before the cable remote yes yes a good question though what gives a kid a thrill these days i'm sure different things i'm I sure when know. video games are released it's still important like look at like when a new iphone comes out like this there's, there's things that get people excited but you're right the melody talking about going on the rides this weekend at the la county fair is the closest to that sort of excitement that i've seen yeah. you know because everything else is so like especially even disneyland unfortunately because this right here in our backyard in california doesn't have that that mystique about it you know that it had for me as a kid like oh my god we're going where you know so All if right. you could find whatever it is for today's kid like maybe taking them to some sort of like influencer convention or something because they're meeting these people they watch on YouTube all the time, like that might be a thrill. I don't know what it is, but for me it was simply being able to watch these things on VHS because that shit was crazy for me at the time. I'm, I'm it was just such a treat. I'm just thinking, though, that you don't want to be the guy. I mean, then again, you might say, who gives a shit? I just don't feel like you don't want to be the guy that doesn't see this movie 
during the time when it's the hottest movie. It's like, it's almost like being in on something. Like you don't want to watch. It's like, you know, Spot points this out once in a while. Sometimes someone will bring up a show they're watching that we all watched like a decade ago. It was like our new friend Tanya talking about Breaking Bad. Uh, can you believe what Walter White did? Yeah, Tanya, I do. Ten years ago. I kind of forgot, actually, because it's been so long. No, but, but it, I, yeah, I, I feel it. like if you want to see Top Gun in the theater, we got to do it like this week. You don't want to be the, you don't want to be like two years from now. Be like, yo, guess what I watched on uh, Hulu last night? Like, I think now's the time. Well, I so, got all weekend. Jordan's going to a wedding, so. So you want to go Sunday before our Fox show? Like a little lunchtime? See, you don't do lunchtime. After the show? like in Daytime. But then nighttime. All right, we're done with Fox at 8. And I said, if I said, Camino, there's like an 8.30 show, and you'd be like, yo, bro, that's late. I feel like you compl- You would complain about any time. Why are you not going to the wedding? I don't know, to be honest. You weren't invited? Wait, that, whoa, whoa, time out. Thank even, you, Spot. How, how did you miss that? I, because they do so many things separate. That's not a knock. I just feel like Jordan and Camino have their very separate lives like that. This is a wedding. What's it is a on? wedding. Like who? I think it was a matter of... Jordan didn't know if I'd be able to go with Melody. You know what I mean? Because I have Melody on Friday. Too much planning involved. So so she just didn't invite you at all? I, I kind of, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, why Why am I not going like again? If you wanted to play it up, you could be, you could play the role of like very insulted guy. No, it's like it's not, sometimes I'm, things are difficult to plan. Sarah's like, I'm, I'm going to bound, a wedding without you. Does I'm bound to be, uh, be travel? in travel. Yeah. I'm bound to being a parent all the time. Which means I have responsibilities on Friday and Monday, always. I always have to pick up or bring Melody to school Friday or Monday, always. I don't have her this weekend, but I'm always bound to that, and it's hard to make those arrangements, so. No, no. Um, just a, a, another friend. Uh. Uh, maybe she might not have had a plus one. No, that's sure. impossible. You, that's don't impossible. Have a, you don't have a plus one. Or... I mean, I, dude, I don't know. Well, that's not the answer. I mean, so it's probably just a travel. I mean, it could be the answer. But you, no, you don't. You don't. No, she's, she's taking her someone, sister. Hey, Spot. Hey, she's spot. taking her sister. When someone's dating for more than hey, Spot. three months. You want to go to this event with me? You can't invite. You can't bring Kristen. You've been living with Jordan for years. Yeah. It's, it's not like you're some new dude. You weren't invited. You were probably invited and you probably were like noncommittal or, or like something with planning. But it is odd to go to a wedding without your spouse. That's like a weird feeling because you're there and you're like, remember I sat at, do you remember I went to my brother-in-law's wedding spot and I sat at the mutant table? You remember that old story? Why is, what's, I don't get it. Where else would you sit? <laughs> I sat at a table where it was like, hey, random coworker, neighbor with no spouse, this friend, like you, you end up at the, the mutant table. So yeah, it is odd that you're not going, but hey. Do you want to go? It's no big deal to me. We had another wedding. Here's the thing. I got so many things going on that it gets confusing. And I think her sister is going to be her plus one because the sister is also friends with the friend. It's someone, one of her hometown friends. But then wouldn't, okay. so wouldn't she be invited then too? Separately? No. She wasn't invited separately. I think Jordan's just going to take her as the plus no. one. But there's another... I don't know what you're rolling your eyes about. I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm like... Oh, what's that face about? It's like oh, you're it's, not going to. It's like if Sarah went to a wedding and I wasn't going. It just it seems it's a weird. It's an odd, peculiar it thing. Just seems off to yeah, me. Yeah, because you guys don't live my life. Meaning, I just told you that a lot of times it's hard to plan anything. Well, because you, I have you responsibilities. Got the, you got to that, save the date and the and the wedding invite. Probably no. not this like week. You would have talked about it. You would. But have I said, don't. Like, that doesn't relinquish me of my responsibilities of having to be here to deal with my child. You know what I mean? Like sometimes right. traveling is difficult. 
Like you guys never factor that into my equation. It's not like I have a a, a, a cooperative person ex-wife. that cooperates with me. I'm like, hey, look, I gotta go away. You cool with that? Like, no. If you told your ex-wife I'm going to a and wedding, I don't, she'd and say, I don't want to help either. Yeah, because but if, I don't, if if you if you told your ex-wife I have a wedding to go to out yeah, of town, I'm not saying it's impossible. She'd say, but no, it's you're not going. No, because then it's like a like an oh you want. You know what I mean? Like, so you uh, you skip the wedding. I'm not saying it's the, impossible by any means because it's very possible, but it's like. It's not like an, an, an easy thing to do or a convenient thing to do, but all right. Well, that's irrelevant. Will you go to Top Gun early or late? I don't like going to early movies. Oh, so you'll go Sunday night coming out like fucking. It's all bright out. Still. I sort of like that feeling. Like, oh, I just saw a cool movie. It's still bright out. Oh. Anyway, uh, this actually leads you to something or leads me to something that's really on well, my sun, mind. Sunday hardcore. night. Do you want to buy tickets? I'll I'll book them today. After I, I, Fox? After Fox. We're done at 8 o'clock. We'll go across the street to the Galleria. We'll, we'll book our seats ahead of time. Fucking do it. Spot, you in? I'll let you know. Cubs fan says, I act like I'm the only single That's, father. No, I'm being forced to explain the obvious. Those, Cubs fan, you douchebag. If these guys are playing dumb do. like they don't know... I have to explain it. When they know damn well, I get no cooperation Remember, whatsoever. Sundays. So let me ask you, Cubs fan, who's going to pick up my child from school on Friday and Monday? And then Tuesday, because I don't think Jordan's coming right back. You think like people are just volunteering to help me? That's not how it is. But they force me to explain these things, even though they know the answer. So what do you want me to do? How do what, I explain What do you that? want him to do? No, but how do I explain that when they're forcing me to explain it? When they already know the answer. Hey, dude, you know that no one helps me or cooperates. Why would you make me explain it to everybody? Because you want me to? Like, you know that. So it's not a woe is me. It's, it's all good. I don't even care. I hope Jordan has a great time. What difference does it make to me? It's not even the point of the story. So my point was, she's not even around this weekend. I can go see Top Gun this weekend. Sunday night. But. Sunday night. I don't know. Sunday night sounds like ass to me. But anyway. But it's Sunday. I don't know. Sounds like ass too. But. <laughs> day or night. Come on, D- Kid Cuddy. Who cares? Get this. Summertime is here. It's unofficially begun. And. Things start to. Unfurl. People start making plans for you. Top Gun, weddings. We're going to fucking vacation. So my Uncle Joe, who's been a big influence in my life for a long time. Of course. Like a big brother for me. If you don't know, if you don't know the influence that Uncle Joe had on Kavina, then you ain't listening. Because for the last 15 plus years, everything from squeeze and cheap trick to (laughs) fucking leather jackets and gold chains and fucking what's cool and boxing and everything uncle joe is the number one influence if i had to think back to your childhood probably yeah i have to probably combat the maniacal ways of uncle joe because i'm like yeah he's great but i don't want to be like that oh but you're, i want you're, his good qualities but not his bad your, tw- qualities. your 20s he's a maniac your 20s repl- replicated his womanizing ways Maybe. over his, yeah, yeah uncle joe is crazy but he's like one of the most talented charismatic guys yeah. you'll ever meet right so but he's out of his mind anyway uncle joe <laughs> retired and he's like wait you got to come to my retirement party i'm like when is it 
June 25th. I'm like, June 25th? Now, again, I have to over-explain. I don't know if that's my week. Melody's out of school. <clears throat> I don't know how the schedule works, and neither does Layla. We haven't figured it out yet. Meaning, when school ends, well, who has Melody the first week? Because now it's week to week. We haven't figured that out yet. Oh, that's when you bring in the moderator to do the coin toss, right? <laughs> Everything's a hassle, right? So, and tails, Kavino, week one. So yeah, I mean, we we always it have her every toss. other weekend now, but who has her week to week? So Joe asks me to come to his retirement party. He's done being an officer. He did his time. He's like, it'd mean a lot if you made it. Did he say I'm getting too old for this shit? That's June 25th, right? Not, then a, not my, a lethal weapon fan? My dad... I'm not, actually. <laughs> then my dad... Too old for this shit. My dad too has old. a brother who's very special to me, too. By the way, you know when you, you know how old Danny Glover was when he said, I'm getting too old for this shit? It's like 40. Like 40-something. Well, <laughs> that's when cops retire. No, in the, in the movie, he was celebrating his 50th birthday. Remember when he's in the tub at the beginning of the movie? Oh, okay. It was 50 then. So okay. he, was, he was celebrating his 50th birthday. Oh, man. And in the cop world, that's it makes retirement the, It's so old in the cop world. It yeah, makes no oh. sense to me. I have friends that are retiring from the military and the police department and the fire department in their 40s. And they're like, I'm retired. I'm like, retired? What the fuck are you going to do for the next 50 years of your life? If God willing, you live to 90. Jordan said she had to RSVP to the wedding months ago. And she knew that I wouldn't have my schedule planned out, which I still don't. Okay. With Layla at the time. My schedule never stays the same with Layla. And she sometimes tricks me in, in an inability to swap out weekends. Oh. So she didn't know what to do. So she had an RSVP. So she's going with her sister. Oh, I wasn't blaming Jordan. So it's anyway. Trickaroo. That, so she's listening and responded. Um, it's, your, so it's your week. Psych. So, trickaroo. So this is a... This is a <laughs> God. No, you know what it is? It's, it's, um, I have I have it next week. Yeah, sure. No, it's... it's a, you sure? You know the Rich no, Davis move kidding. Of, of like... He'll try to make things seem like it benefits you when he really just needs the favor. And it's like, dude, just I'll do you a favor. Stop trying to like. No, it'd be really cool. You would love stop helping trying me to, like, uh, present it like uh, this is going to benefit me somehow. You would love helping me paint this back room. Yeah, we'll paint. We'll watch your Top Gun and about pizza on me. Like, dude, just like if you want help, just ask me for the help. Just don't make it like you're, you're sugarcoating it because it's going to be great for me. Um, she'll she'll bamboozle me. Sometimes to at least according to Jordan, I don't I see through these things. But Jordan thinks that she bamboozles me to volunteer to things that don't benefit me, they benefit her. It yeah. always appears that yeah. way. Right? I don't agree. It has happened, but I'm aware of what's going on. I just don't care. So either way, this is a John Quinones, what would you do? June twenty fifth, uncle retirement party. Right? And all of my mother's side of the family, which I haven't seen in years, is going to be there. You got to keep in mind, guys, I've been removed from my life and family for 12 years now. I don't think anyone gives a fuck about that. I mean, my family knows, but does anyone really think about that? I do. Ever? No one cares. I do. I think about that you. I'm like a lonely I, guy. And that's the truth. I, I think about you in that way because I had a, I had like a sad thought last night. I don't want to hijack your story, but I'll write it down for late. Cause I had, I had a really sad thought last night and it sort of has to do with being removed. Like I don't even, I'll look at my Hold daughter on. sometimes sad. like you realize I'm here for you. Like my whole life is diverted because of, uh, I don't want to say a mistake I made, but like, you know, something that happened in my life. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I don't think anyone cares or thinks about that. Yeah, this is my family I haven't seen in years. Yeah. So they're all going to Uncle Joe's retirement party on June 25th. Something that if in your old life, you'd automatically be there. Yeah, of course. And, you know, my Uncle Joe wants me there, right? On August 9th, which is also my birthday, my Uncle Tommy, who's never asked me for shit in my life. That's my dad's brother. Yeah. The other Tommy. There's two Steve and Toms. There's generations of Steves and Toms in my family. My dad's brother, Tom, said, Steve, it would really mean a lot if you came to my 70th birthday celebration. Oh. I'm like, that's August 9th. Oh. And I'm like, my birthday? I want to go see Rage Against the Machine with Handsome Gabe. What about what Steve wants? Are you doing that? How could I? It's Uncle Tom's. Um, now, hold on. I'm doing the math. Uncle Tom is the most uncelebrated person in my family, and he's the nicest dude. Okay? No one... I don't, how many times have you heard me mention my Uncle Tom in 16 years? Not a lot. You know why? Because no one appreciates him, but he's the greatest guy. I, I appreciate him. I do. So I'm like, hey, man, my Uncle Tom, fuck. If I don't go to his 70th, I'm going to feel like shit. Because no one's here forever. And you know who's going to be at that party? All of my dad's side, who I haven't seen in fucking 15 years. Well, right? Who were all there. And all these people were great to me as a kid. I was the most special, beloved kid on both sides of the family. So that's August 9th. Now, get this it gets even more confusing. Uncle Joe's party's June 25th. Uncle Tom's birthday's August 9th. It's a lot of flying. It's a lot of flights. That's a lot of money. Well, hold They're on. already like 800 rounds. I, 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 have a th I have a thought. Now, so hold continue. on. June 24th, the day before Uncle Joe's retirement party, Jordan has a, a wedding that she wants me to go to. Oh. So June oh. 24th, a wedding. Where? Where's the wedding? Here. Okay. Okay. So June 24th, I think. Make sure of that because I have a plan for you. But either way, June 24th, wedding. Uh -huh. June 25th, Uncle Joe. August okay. 9th, Uncle Tom. Again, separate sides of the family. Like for Jordan, she's like, you're a fool. None of these people come to see you, but you have all this guilt. Even my dad's like, why you got all this guilt? I'm like, because I don't see anybody. These are people that mean something to me. And then, you know, it's a very simple answer for people who don't care because they're not me. But Jordan's like, why don't you go and see both your uncles? Why do you have to make two trips? I'm like, because they're separate sides of the family and they live six hours apart. She's like, so? I'm like, have a thought. That's not how I'm what I'm doing. I, have a thought. I haven't seen this side of the family. I haven't seen that oh, side of the family. I learned something new. I learned this from my wife. Do you want me to just, I'm going to spot this as part of my empathy learning. There is no right you, answer. No, no. Do you want, it's like, no, no, listen. What a headache. What's this empathy journey you're on? I'm, well, I, I want to, not so much empathy. I want to learn what, what women want, right? The, so, wed the wedding on the 24th so is watch in the San movie. Diego. Okay, watch so, the movie with Mel Gibson. No, no. So I want to, I want to ask you the question that my <laughs> wife, but that I would, that I would ask my wife. Do you want me to just listen or do you want me to help you come up with a solution? Oh no! Because, because part, of the, is, part of the equation. Well, is, say, do you want me to listen? Do you want me to just listen? Where's Melody? So do you want me? Do you traveling with me? Do you want me to just listen, or do you want a solution? There is no solution. Okay, so you just want me to listen. Oh man, bummer, yeah. babe. That sucks. I get you back no matter what, honey. Oh, do I have to? Uh, whatever, whatever you choose. I, I understand. We all go through a lot of stuff, but whatever you and need, I'm, I'm here to listen. I'm here to help. 
because I love you. No one could give me advice that's going to help because they don't know how I feel about these people in my life. I, I, Who's my Uncle Tom to you? Nobody. You know? So, hey, why am I going to go all the way out of my way to see this guy who's never once came to see me and I've been out here 12 years? All right. Well, you don't know what he means to me and you don't know how I feel about it. Or, like, it'd be very typical for Hollywood Steve to not show up to his Uncle Tom's 70th birthday. Hollywood Steve, you the know? reputation that everyone Steve, on the East Coast probably thinks yeah. because you're out so here. Hollywood Steve has even more pressure to be like, no, I, you mean something to me. You don't have you're to not going to be alive forever. I do want to go. And plus, I haven't seen anyone on my dad's side in years. You don't have to go to Hollywood to get a Hollywood well, Steve. Well, if they Hollywood mean Steve so much, coming to you. how come you haven't seen him in years? <laughs> plus, you got to factor such in, a fucking inside you know, my, my kid is part of the travel and part of the equation. I don't know where she's going to be. If she's with me on those days, I have a wedding. These things just make my head spin, and they're a nightmare. And there is no right answer. Uh, I can tell you, like I said, do you people want- will be like, just go and make a one trip. How do you do? It's like, yeah, but then I'm missing out on seeing my family. Do you want... Can like, I, so what? And like, well, yeah, so what? Because they don't mean anything to you because they're not your family. They're my family. Now, here's I changed the thing. my mind, Rich. Please tell me what to do. I want a solution. Tell me what to do. I'll ju- but I'll just listen if you want because that's what, that's what Sarah always says. No, I want you to tell me what to do. Please. I need I need a solution. Oh, man. Are you sure, Sarah? I mean, Kavino. Now, I think <laughs> this guy, Mario, who is the unsung hero, uncle, best pal, your dad of the family, right? Talking about, bro. Uncle Mario died. Not like Uncle Mario. Who's the other guy? Ago. Who's the other guy? Oh, who, who's the, his brother? Oh, what's that? Who's that? My no, Uncle it's Tom. Be there, Uncle Tom it means okay. nothing to you. Okay, no, Uncle Tom. Uncle He's Tom. my uncle, my dad's brother. Yeah, we share a birthday. Okay, August 9th. So my, why? My, that's why my dad till this day says should have named you Tommy, meaning like I'm a disappointment. Yeah. But yeah. he's joking. <laughs> should have named you Tommy because I was born on his brother's birthday. Yeah. So if you look at the dates. Melody, we could follow. We could follow along with the the melody journey in just a second. The point is, you can't please everyone. You're not a taco. You can't be everywhere all try. the time. But you could make a valiant effort. But you know what? It's I, a lot of money, guys. Doesn't matter. I can definitely please two people to at you. the same time. Doesn't it? Says the guy who has benefits. Says the guy that has a full time job. Says the guy that's making Patreon. Says the guy that it doesn't matter to. It matters to me. Well, well, I'm looking at the numbers. I don't. I'm not. I don't have benefits. I pay, um, you know, extra for all that. All right, well, look at the look at the. Calendar. I don't have a full time. Look at job. the calendar. You know, if you leave on, if you leave on, the 24th after the wedding from San Diego, or say Jordan, sorry, can't make it. Things some takes some some things take precedence. Yeah, but that's fucked up too. Why? You know? Isn't he not going to this wedding? What is it? You know, like you can't say this wedding doesn't matter. She's doing her own thing and having fun. But then when something else comes up, you know, can't pick and choose. So let's say you leave on the 24th and you come back on July 10th. That's a two week trip. Now, either you bring Melody with you for two weeks or you no. get a week of coverage. It's and, June 25th yeah. and August 9th. June. Oh, June. Oh, Oh, June twenty fifth. I was doing, I was doing June, Joe's August 9th. <laughs> I was doing, I was Uncle doing, Ju- I was doing June twenty fifth and July 9th. and I'm like, well, that's a two week trip, but you could manage it. And I was trying to take Melody 
back to New Jersey for at least a one week span in between there. You got to go to both. You got to go to both. I mean, that's how I feel. My you dad's, my dad's, my dad will be the first to tell me too. like, fuck that. You don't need to do shit. They ever come to see you. Now, I'm no better, but I, hey, at least I came a few times. They ever see you. And then I have, you know, Jordan saying the same shit. And, and, and that is true. I after cares watching, about Steve. You know what? After Yo, watching, everyone says they care, care, care about Steve, but where's all the care about Steve? I'll be honest. After, wa- after watching been fucking drowning by himself for the after, past after watching, years. after watching fictional stuff and real stuff, uh, this is us, um, Norm McDonald's last special. After just like, and, and and this is Gus. And this is Gus. Oh, this fucking, the episode where they come up with the special ingredient for the sauce. The truth is I don't expect older relatives to come see me. That's the truth. You know, Uncle Tom's 70. I expect that dude who never went out of New York State, really, never left the tri-state area in his life. Right, his his, his vacations come, were probably like the Poconos. Yeah, <laughs> and people don't understand yeah. that. Like, like if I'm talking to Jordan, who's a young person, I'm just using her as the example here, right? Because, you know, how in the world would she understand like what my uncle Tom means to me? You know, she's never seen him because like, of yeah, the circumstances. He lives in upstate, middle of nowhere, New York, because she but and no, he never it. traveled anywhere in his life. That's that's like, like Pee Wee Herman. That's like he never the left the the. The tri-state area, Nobody which is a lot of our relatives, right or wrong. No, right. That's and the, people that's we grew the up bummer. with. I'm going to say that's Most the bummer. Most people don't get that. He's a that's, nobody from nowhere. That's so the I've bummer. I've expected people to come visit me. That's the bummer of dating someone later in life. They don't get that. Because while they love you and they could be a great partner, they'll never really understand ever how much someone meant to you. In fact, Jordan, you've been with her, what, almost five years? She's only met your immediate family like twice. Three times. Yeah, three times. So it's like, how could she expect? Never met my sister Dawn because Dawn's in Germany. Never, Never met, met my Uncle, Uncle Tommy because every time my Uncle Tom came to visit, it was a time she wasn't there. How about this? How about you just say, fuck it, and you get $2,000 worth of plane tickets and you do both weekend trips and you do it just because at the end of the day, what's... All right, let's say, God forbid, life, please, life, knock life on is, wood. Life is short, buddy. Knock on wood. Let's say you say you don't make the trip and then in a year from now or so, something someone gets sick and that you lose someone, are you going to be like, you would have you at that point. You'd say, "Man, I really wish I would have spent the overpriced eight hundred dollar airline ticket to see Uncle Who or Aunt Who one last time." And these special moments come and go, uh, as they as Milo Ventimiglia said on "This Is Us." Precious moments, Jack. As Jack I mean, said, bro, you're preaching. To we, the are, choir. we are. We are. We are. All, to the all choir, we're doing. But it appears like I'm wasting my at, money. At this stage, and you look like a fool at, a little bit. At this stage of your life, all you are is dust in the wind. At this stage of your life, all you're doing is collecting memories. You're collecting memories. So, but at this stage of your life. You're collecting memories. You're looking back at great memories you had, and you're collecting memories now, wanting things to just not move so fast. And life is moving fast, right? Jordan feels and, the, and I agree. Like the wedding in San Diego is go. much more important. Life moves pretty fast. You then don't stop she's like, Joe, Joe's been retired for two years. So she's like, I don't get it. So she don't get that either. Yeah, but Joe, Joe meant a lot to He's been you. retired. Yeah, and it who, means a lot to who's him getting married? Who's getting married in San like, Diego? Well, then how come he's never come to visit? Who's getting married in San Diego? One of her friends. You even know who it is? Yeah, one of her girlfriends. Okay. But like someone that you'd be like, yo, it's more important to you than Uncle Joe? to Jordan. Just like Uncle Tom or Uncle Joe. Like, that's important to her. So, so if you just go to San Diego, go to the way. And take the, take the, the, take the red Diego, eye or the... Or the or, San Diego is airports. Yeah. Okay, I had fly a nice, San nice Diego. week where I could have had a nice weekend. And take a nice weekend with Jordan San Diego and tell your family to fuck off then. By that's the way, what I'm saying. There's no right answer. No, the right answer is to go see your family. By the way, you know, San Diego is only three hours away. You can go there next week. Any weekend. 
Yeah, San Diego's a two and a half, Tony, three hour flight. Uh, our buddy Tony in San Diego will put you up in his house. Well, yeah. like I said, I don't, know if, I don't know if I'd stay with Tony. He'd he he want to swing with you in the middle but of the night. But you're also spending like my money freely. And <laughs> but what is money when you're dead? I mean, dude, I mean. You don't have $12 my, in your bank account. As my wife always says, you don't see a Brinks truck following a hearse. I don't think she made that up, but it's a good one. It is a good <laughs> one. Well, she says it. I'm just yeah, saying. No, I know. I I know. But no, it it's up, uh, but she always says that. But like, yeah, it's like. Yeah, I'm not saying be wasteful, but Kavino, you're not some guy. You know, people like save money for an airline ticket. It's a lot you of could back buy a and forth, tomorrow. man. It's a lot of back and forth. You did it. It's, you know what? You did it for your ex-wife every weekend for years. You can't do it two yeah, weekends for your. I don't, you know, and I put myself in terrible debt because of that. Like terrible debt. Again, another thing that I don't think people ever no, you really did, you did an, realize. You, you did an extra Memorial Day show for Fox, right? There's an airline ticket. Start compartmentalizing. It's like hey, when people. Rich, Rich may be right, but he's preaching to the choir. I feel this pressure, and I if say, you don't, if you don't go see your family, the right both, thing to do. If you don't go see walk, your family both times, what I say, but I, I get to the East Coast. Think of how much money. You if you don't, if you don't see your family both of these times, <sighs> I, I feel like it's even, a, the wrong move. My magic shoes. I feel like it's the, the fucking, wrong move, even with the every, the price of everything tanking. But again, you don't uh, know. If, I don't know if I have my kid or not. You know, I don't know these things. I haven't worry about that later. Yeah, like part of me regrets that I didn't go. My sister graduated. She got her uh, nursing degree or something, like a next level nursing degree. I, part of me regrets that I didn't go back to celebrate with her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, the only right answer here is yeah, go see that, your family that both guilt, times. That, that feeling of guilt is always there no matter what. The right, answer is, the right answer is to see your family both times. Don't say there's no right answer. That's the right answer. You only, Kavino, your life, your, like I said, to, to quote Try explaining that to people who don't, you, you know, you're, agree. you're collecting Memories. What do we do in life? We look. We look back take at. Take a we, train. We, what do you have your mind? We we look back at. Someone said. Take, Chris said, "Take a train. Take a train." They're just as expensive, aren't they? I, I I'm trying to make this a quick experience. I want I want you to just think about. Maybe he meant to San Diego. You know how I always. You know how the 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 joke my buddy always tells me is like you're never gonna be uh you're never gonna be like a hundred dollars short of your dream home. Yeah. Are uh, is like. Is your life and your investments and everything going to depend on you buying an overpriced plane ticket to go see people that you really care about? Money money doesn't matter as much when you have some, and you have some. You know, you're not broke. There's people have, that live uh, week to week. You know, like, do you have a credit card that has points that you can cash in? You've been cashing your points because you haven't done much travel. I'd imagine your points like maybe are you added can, up. Like I realized that because I had not traveled much in two years, I had like $1,000 in flight points. I booked my uh, half my trip to Bora Bora with uh, points. I could promise you. I could promise you. I did not want to spend the money I spent visiting New York at the end of the summer. I booked my, I'm going to be in New York for a week at the end of July. If you think that my whole trip, you think if you think I wanted to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on plane tickets and rental car and all that. Do you think I want to do that? No, but it's the right thing. And you live once. And what are you going to do? Be like, Hey, you know, I wish I would have saw my uncle Hank one last time, but uh, you know, I didn't want to waste a few hundo. Here's the thing. Come on. If I went, let's say in August and I, and I saw my uncle Tom and that side of the family, 
Yeah, I'd see Uncle Joe because he lives in the same town as my parents. Yeah, but you want to see the rest of the but family. I wouldn't see my mom's side of the family. Then why not you know go I mean? both? What is what is your hesitancy? Take away Melody because you so could either take her. Because it's the not just easy. It's not easy. No, it is. And it's expensive, dude. Like, what am I a fool? You know, that's the thing. Is like, why am I the fool that has to be fucking running around like this all the time? And what's more important, money or your family? It's not about importance. It's it is. about like what's, do you, being if, smart is sometimes. It, yeah, so you're trying to factor out all the things. What's more like, important? That's a lot. What's man. more important? Seeing extended family, you see. Yeah, but you're acting like money's disposable. You haven't been where I've been. Understand where I'm coming from? I know, but I think you're a smarter man than you were back when you when you had a partner that was well, like, like I said. You're preaching to the choir because that's the obvious guilt and feeling I have. Then like, do oh, it. I, have I think I think it's a no brainer in like, life. You can't be everywhere. You have your own yeah, life. You could try. Live far away. You could try. You could try. And you have the option to try. Now, if you told you remember me. Remember, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. If you told if me. If I say yes to Joe's wedding, I'm saying no to Jordan. I mean, Joe's retirement party. I'm saying no to Jordan's wedding. I, I think Jordan will get over it. Are they on the same day? Oh, it's a Friday and Saturday, remember? Yeah, you could do both. You could do a red. Take the 6 a.m. San Diego flight the next morning. You'll be in New York by lunchtime. You'll be in Newark by noon. Earlier, you'll land at Newark at eleven thirty in the morning. Is Jordan shaming me for spending on this trip? No, I do whatever. It's I a good want question because you said money. no. It's a good question because you're it's insinuating that I've not insinuated that at all. No, no, you're saying people I've are making you feel that. How come no one comes to see me? That's well, an obvious question. I mean, but I. But again, they're old people. I don't expect them to travel. That's something all that's of us the truth. deal with. Yeah, no one ever comes to see me. It has nothing to do with like my money. It's about like. Why don't you go there once and see everybody as opposed to going back and forth? That's the question. Well, you, oh, yeah. can't. you, want, you want me to go with Jordan in your place? I will. Oh. Uh, yeah. Spot really brings the dance party. Vibes, I, though. He brings the ask, dance. ask the, I just went to a wedding two weeks ago. The person the, that had never met me whose wedding it was, my uh, wife's coworker. It's like, your, your husband really is a party animal, huh? <laughs> Jules yes. is getting the yes. wrong impression. I'll be drinking completely and dancing the whole night. Thanks for your feedback, Jules, but like way off. Me, Steve, does whatever he wants with his money. The end. Let me make that very clear. Oh, man. It's a bummer, and, and it's tough. Rich, it's just the rich. pressures of living far away. Trying to spend other people's money. Yeah. Hey, my sister Grace can't go. You know, she's like, yeah, I can't fucking do it. Kidding? Like, yeah, but she's been just, back quite a bit, and she sees your family more than you do, right? No, not at all. Like, no. Wasn't she she's back like, recently when your whole way. family got together except you? But I was there twice before that. She hadn't seen anybody. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just saying, like, Uncle Joe meant a lot to you growing up. Yeah. Right? Still does. My, my point is, you're, 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 being very, you're being very responsible with your money, which, which is admirable. But the reality is, all right, you know what? I, I'll give you this. A lot of times you look at your bank account. <clears throat> no, the reality is right. outside looking in, it does look like no one gives a fuck about Steve. That's the truth. That's how it looks. It's not the truth because I grew up with these people. So they mean a lot to me. I, right? I, so I, no, it's I, just I a lot of I'm not, pressure. I'm not pressuring you. I just want to say guilt. one thing. There's a lot of, I, a I lot of times, pressure because, okay. you know, it's, no. it is what it is. A lot of times you it's look at like your... guilt involved in that stuff. A lot of times you look at your account, right? And I'm not saying you're poor and I'm not saying you're balling. I know what you're saying. You, 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 you wish you were in a better spot, but you're by no means broke. No. But ask yourself this. 
when you look at when you look at the money you've saved, and you're like, I got this money here, I got this money here. I mean, you spent a couple, you spent some money on uh, some fucking stepping shoes with spots just the other day. It's not like you don't have money, right? You say, I'm saving that for a rainy day. Well, here's your fucking rainy day. Like I think of that all the time, where it's like, well, what am I saving for? Oh, for that, you know, like you save for the big moments in life. And that's something I had a sad thought about the other day that maybe we'll get to another day because I don't know if we can handle all this. But you save for the big moments in life, right? Um, you save for an engagement ring, a wedding. Um, you pay off your college shit. You buy a house. You do your kids. You, you you pay for your kids. You go through all these big moments. What are you really? What's the rainy day? Oh, I'm saving this for a you're, rainy you're day. You're preaching to the choir. No, but it's if rainy just, day, what's rainy like day? Some people don't value people the way. But if rainy day. I value people. If or rainy day. Or things like that, right? If rainy day, if, if I'm saving it for a special moment or a rainy day, if this isn't that special moment or rainy day, then I don't know what is. Well, here's here. That's my, that's my make, final thought. If, have it make sense again. I have a wedding on June 24th. Uncle Joe's retirement party. Well, wedding in San Diego, June 24th. Uncle Joe's retirement party, where he's about oh, really mean a lot if you were there. That's June 25th, the next day. And then August 9th, my uncle, Tom, again, other side of the family, different side of the family. Uncle Tom's 70th on August 9th. And he wanted the, you to come? He asked me personally. Yeah. So as Dude, the and the fact guy that these people the ask you personally. It's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, I, so, would, I would just, I would do it. I would do both. I mean, I feel like I have to, but you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic though, because even let's say when I am talking to anybody who doesn't know them, they're like, yeah, just go to one. It's like, what, what don't you get about? There's an entire side of the family. I'm going to see at uncle Joe's and an entire side of the family. I'm going to see at uncle Tom's. Like there's, I don't know. Sometimes there's a disconnect because can you, can you have Joe make because his, uh, you don't feel or you don't care because you're not me. Can you have Uncle Joe move his party to the day before or after Uncle Tom's wedding or Uncle Tom's party? Sorry. But even when I talk to my 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 dad, he'll tell you like, "Fuck that! You don't need to do anything. What do you got all this guilt for?" I'm like, I don't know. Are your parents going? That's a whole other story. Wait, what? That's a whole other story. No, I got I'm it. not going to air my parents' they're dirty not, laundry. They're not going to either event? Uh, they're going to stop by from Uncle Tom's. But they're not going to Uncle... Oh, my parents are going to want to go to Uncle Joe's, obviously. Right. But the, the relatives that are going to show up for Uncle Joe's, I don't think my, my family wants to deal with. Isn't your mom still, is your mom still pumping heads with Uncle Joe? They bump heads. No, no, not with Uncle Joe. Oh. With like other sides of the family. Yeah. Family's fucking weak, dude. I'm telling you. That's the other thing. I'm going to go all the way there to deal with like weak I'm ass. Seeing, I'm seeing. I love your mother. Uh, she holds a grudge. I'm doing uh, San Diego to Newark, Newark back to LAX over like a three day weekend. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting like seven hundo, which isn't, oh. which isn't tremendously terrible considering okay. how airline prices have yeah. skyrocketed. I mean, look, I'm leaning, trying to do everything, but again, then, not bad. breaking your back to try to please everybody else. Right? Like. It's like you're, you're a sucker, dude. And, and that's how I feel about everything in life. Always a fucking sucker, dude. No one fucking does shit for me. That's, that's how, how I, I feel, feel about it. That's how so I feel. Sometimes. I'm the fucking yeah. big little bitch in, in yep. everybody's eyes because I'm the one running around trying to please everybody. Yep. No one gives a fuck what about was the other, And what was the other date, by the way? July what? what? 
No, August 9th. Is and, August. and you know what it is? It's my own guilt of trying to be a good guy. August 9th? Just, a, honest a, to God, I try so hard to be a good guy. August 9th's a I Tuesday. I have to start saying fuck everybody. August 9th's a Tuesday? I, dude, I don't know. No, but you just said it's a yeah, party. A party's fine. on a Tuesday? It's, yeah. They're having a, they, they got a shore house. Summertime. Okay. Don't so re- old people. Oh, but I was just asking. retired people. Chill, dude. On I, was a just, Friday? I was just asking. Tuesday is, uh, I thought Tuesday was like senior day at all the supermarkets. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But I did want... What did Steve want to do? I wanted to see Rage Against the Machine August 9th on my birthday. But I mean, you know, That's Uncle right. Tom's my Uncle Tom. I was supposed to see Coldplay with Uncle, with Uncle Gabe. Handsome Gabe, and that didn't work out either. Yeah, so there you have it. Can't please everyone. Um, and then I'm seeing six six hundo for... Uh, six, uh, six hundo you know for August. August. You know so, so you're looking at... You're, you're trying so hard to please bucks. everybody, but you're the one feeling like not pleased all so the time. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I feel that way all the time. Yeah, and I don't even. It's the worst. I don't even please people, and, and, a, and a lot but of it I comes from like, feeling like uh, the. Um, I feel like I'm out of sight, out of mind when like you're no apart. One, I feel like no one ever does anything for me. <laughs> Never. It's a fair statement. Like I, I can't remember the last time someone did something kind for me. You know, my dad's kind to me. That's sweet. My my mom, my mom. I think my so Sarah nice. Sarah says your I mom. Feel, I feel that way my, too. Lots mom, Sarah says like she's like deep down inside your mom is really grateful for all you, all you do help. And I'm like I I certainly hope so because I don't feel that way. My sister and I have a good relationship, but I feel like it's you know like if you had I, I don't feel like you're right. When was the last time I feel that way? But I feel like a lot of people feel what you just said. When was the last time someone did something for me? I feel like I'm constantly the giver. You feel this, this this way? You feel this way? The giver? The giver spot? I'm, like I'm a Fran, fucking doormat. Like Franz just did something kind for us as a show. That's professional. Oh, yeah. Franz designs all of our t-shirts. Actually, I mean, our, our pro listeners, bono, our, he likes our subscribers bono. are the nicest Honestly, people yeah. to our us. listeners are so much nicer than the people in my personal <laughs> yeah. life. Tony Moriello is a corporate lawyer that, uh, I'll say, he set up our LLC. He did... For, for just for free, probably tens of thousands. Maybe that's the, uh, he could have charged life's us blessing and curse. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the the balance that Tony Moriello. Like, oh, we're gonna bless you with all this, but Tony set up our LLC for what he probably would have charged a client since he's a high powered attorney. He probably would have charged like five hundred bucks an hour to do some work for us, but he did it because he likes us. So Tony, see there you go. You save money on your anyway, LLC. Let, let me wrap it up by saying you this. right there. You, you're much nicer than everyone in my family. I've been racking my brain about this for <laughs> months. Yeah, I only bring it up now because, well, it's June, and yeah. now I have to make a decision, and I'm probably going to try to do a little bit of everything to make everybody happy, it's and June. I hope it makes me happy in the end because, June, June, June. you know, I'm sick of, like, being an asshole or, like, a sucker, which is what I feel like half the time. Um, but then you realize why there's certain people, like, my sometimes I understand why my brother's like, fuck everybody, because it's like, he just doesn't want to deal with anyone, but... It's sort of sad though at the same time. You know, but I was raised to, to, I was raised almost like, I feel, I don't want to say brainwashed, but like the family's everything. Even though like you, where's your relationship with these people now? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, you but, and I but, thought like, about this. I'm like, you know, in my brain, but they're, but they're family. So I got to be there and I don't want to well, be left out of the family. And that's the other thing you have to factor, guys. I feel so disconnected from everything that made me me for almost 15 years now. Yeah. So I deserve to see my aunts before they die. I before I deserve to see my cousins before they're gone. You know what I mean? So it's like there is a guilt and a pressure to do this, and I only bring it up because hopefully it's relatable. Of course, it to is. somebody, everybody. I don't. I'm not coming here opening up because I want you to feel sorry for me. And fuck. I, in fact, I hate that. I hate. I'm not here. You know, because I want sympathy. 
I hate that. I don't ever want people to view me as some little bitch who, you know, can't figure out if he should take a flight. I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that it's relatable, especially when you're so removed. Spotty looks like the, he looks like the, he looks the like, guy who lives somewhere else. He looks like the guy, the crowd at the NBA game you pulled up the other day. Sure. Yeah, I never want to be perceived that way by anybody. So I only do this and I come out of my zone just to hopefully relate. And there is an, there's an easy answer, which is what Rich is saying. Is it the right answer? I don't know. Just go. You don't, you don't want to have regrets. Or, or are you, are, you know what? You know what you're gonna do. Yeah, one of two things. Then things. again, I roll by my. I'm rolling solo because if it's 800 for me, I'm not paying an extra ticket for Melody then or another, Jordan. But then that's, that's another. That's, that's another time where Jordan just never meets your family. The yeah, woman. The woman. The woman that you. The woman that you may marry. It's another is just opportunity. Never gonna meet your family. And that's what bothers me. All that. Sh all this shit bothers me. All of it bothers me. So when I can't sleep at night, all these things bother me. You would look good in a uh, Michael J. Fox uh, poofy vest. So there you have it. But you know, I, I mean, I didn't even think of that element of it. And that's a, that, that's just next level where uh, it's like, well, if you're going to marry Jordan one day and maybe have a family with her, like, is she ever going to really meet your family? That's, that's a crazy part of living in all different places. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like, never, right? Hey, you're, you're never the, you're my day, the you're my day to day partner. You're my never. day to day partner who I love, but you've met like my, my dad twice. So, like that's a wild thought, right? It's, it's I was know. not raised where that vibes with me. Yeah. And I feel comfortable ever. You know what? All of that bothers I had, me. A, I had a, if you want to continue the real talk, I had a sad thought yesterday and it's like, Spot, it's it's not along the lines of Spot's, what does it all mean? It's a feeling of like, is life just a list of check marks and you finally get to, get, like, it's like, all right, get married, check. Uh, get the job you like, check, make some money, check, uh, get a house, check, uh, send your kids through school, check. Like, are you just, is life just one big checklist? Or are we just not enjoying it enough? Be in the moment. Be big in. Be. Maybe you should take a flight. The moment. Derek Jeter said um, something cool, something yeah, profound. Yeah, Jeets. And he's, back, he's on social media for the first time ever. That's a story I'll say for the news. But he said something that goes along with your on social thought. Media. On social media. He answered this and responded on social media because he's on Instagram now. Right. Someone asked him, hey, why did you do that documentary? He did like a Tom Brady, Michael Jordan documentary that's oh, coming yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. And he goes, because for the first time, I'm able to reflect and appreciate it yeah. for the first time in my life. He said this is the first time in his life where he's able to go back and appreciate those moments and, and actually reflect on his life and what made him him because you're too busy living it. You're too busy in it where you could never appreciate it. It's the truth. It's the game of life. You, you, you sit back and you, and you say, not what does it all mean? I don't like the whole what does it all mean because that makes it feel meaningless. But it really is like, like for instance, I guess watching the norm thing the other night, I'm like, here's a guy that was on the top of his game, laughing, get it, like Saturday Night Live, stand-up shows, TV shows, everything. He has kids, and you know, he's just gone. And it's like, he's gone, and everyone's like, you know, it, it's a weird feeling to think like, he's gone, and then the birds still chirp, and, the, and people still yeah, go life, to work. Life and, goes on. Oh. Oh, here's Jeter's take on why, why do it now. This is it. Back for work that we've done as a foundation. Oh, and But it's... What am I up to? The also, 
for the first time, I really get a chance to reflect on my career. Uh, you know, while I played, I, I, it was always what's next, what's next, what's next, and never got a chance to checklist to sit back and I guess enjoy the ride. And and thirty plus hours is just me sitting down doing interviews. But on top of it, I interviewed seventy plus people for this documentary and getting their perspective on the last 20 plus years i think um people are going to enjoy the insight but think about it a guy who's accomplished so much never mm-hmm. took the time to even he, reflect uh, on his own life and shit until now if yeah. you uh yeah if you go on his story his instagram story yeah. it's just that Derek cheater um he does a q a you know where you can like ask yeah, me questions so he's really answering cool, a lot of man. cool questions that's pretty cool it's really cool i'll, I'll explain more in the news briefly but you know yeah, it is one big checklist sometimes, and it's sad. And you know what? To tie both conversations together, I do feel an immense, immense amount of guilt and pressure because I'm really committed, Rich, to trying to be a good guy. And when when you try so hard to be a good guy, when you squeeze the bat so tight, sometimes you strike out. Mm-hmm. I try so hard to be good. Like Got a, so far. Be a good guy. But, but in like, the end- in the end, no one fucking appreciates it. Doesn't and really matter. You're like pissing somebody off because you look like a fool when you try so hard. Mm-hmm. You got and so that's far. the sad part. No, it's true, man. It's the truth. That's how I feel. I can park at it right all along. Yeah. I, well, you know what? It's uh, th- there are parts of you like I'm. I guess I've I've recently had this feeling of like I'm really happy out here in California in the house with the kids and. Emmy being in her school and all the things that are going on. But I'm like, it really is a nice day-to-day life, but a, a, a very odd sacrifice to be very far away from everyone that really matters, except for a few people other than you two guys. And like maybe one or two, three other people that I've considered like really good friends since I've been out here, everyone that really mattered up until this point is somewhere else. Yeah. And whether it's uncle Joe, or your parents or Tudmaster Tommy or, Gus or Barry or any of the people that were were a but they're big, all spread out, right? Like everybody's well, I mean, spread yeah, out. Your sister and Barry, but besides, I mean, your family and everyone's for the most part. Like your family dissipated a little bit. Mine's all in the same place. Your, like, yeah. My like, family and friends are kind of spread out, though. Yeah, but but still, yeah. I mean, it's 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 an awkward existence. Yeah, it's not sure. a comforting ex- existence ever. There's nothing comforting about it. No. There's no, never a feeling or sense of completion. Ever, yeah. you know, because no matter what, like, yeah, my, my, my daughter is, uh, I don't know, graduating. Like, it's just me and my sister, Grace. My, my nephew is graduating co- kindergarten this week. Who's going to be there? Who cares? I, me, I, me, I, I mean, thought, I thought about that. Cause yesterday we got the letter that Emmy's preschool graduation, which by the way, is a Western theme. All the kids have to wear denim pants and white shirts. You're going to wear your bolo tie? And I'm going to wear, it's a perfect time for me to break out my, uh, my 20 gallon hat and my bolo. But they're like, no more than six people. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, maybe I'll ask Shannon if she wants to go or spotting Kristen or something. I'll be see if Cove wants to go. It's right down the block. Like, you know, it would be nice. You know, wouldn't, it, wouldn't Emmy love it if like grandma and grandpa and like, you know, Aunt Lori or, you know, but you know, it's 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 the Wouldn't sacrifice. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if we're together? Now, how does that King song go? But yeah, no, it's 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 a it's definitely interesting, and that's why you make fun of me 
But when I would go to New York and I'd be there for a week and a half. And That's I'd, not why I make fun of you. Oh. Okay. No, Just but you'd, you'd make fun of me when like, look at Dickie on his fucking tour. And I'd be like, on Monday night, I saw Paul. On Tuesday, I went out for drinks with Nicole and her husband. On Wednesday, I went to the Mets game. On Thursday, I saw Sal and the guys for dinner. On Thursday, I went to Christina's. On Friday, I went to my dad's. I saw my mom on Saturday. And you guys would be like, yo, exhausting and annoying. But my feeling when I would make those big trips, Cove, was if I didn't do that, then when the fuck would I ever see these people? If, if I went to the East Coast and didn't annoyingly stack my week, then do you just accept that these people aren't in your life anymore? Like if you go to Jersey and don't see someone, then when are you ever going to see him? I don't know, man. Like spot. If you went back to scotch plains or Jersey and you did it not sucks. meet, I don't know your friend Dana or someone for, uh, again, you make choices in life, right? Like you gotta take accountability. I always like, try and see like, uh, like Chuck, what the fuck? Yeah. If you don't see and, Chuck, uh, what the Kevin fuck for a drink in Jersey, then when are you going to see him? And by the way, uh, congrats to Chuck and Katie, right? Yeah. Expecting pretty cool. So congrats, Chuck. You're going to have a little baby. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. What are they? What are they yeah. Baby. Baby's what going to come out? What the fuck? It's a, what the fuck? It's a bar. I'm going to have to name him like, uh, like Buck. Buck? Little Buck, what the fuck? Buck, <laughs> what the fuck? Buck, what the fuck? Hey, Buck. Hey, Buck. Hey, little Buck. Hey, little Buck, what the fuck? Hey, Bucky. All right, well, yeah. hey, that's the uh, the open and honest from the heart, from the Cotazon, like, struggles. But again, like I said, that that we all chose for ourselves. That's how life works for a lot of people nowadays. Some people don't care. Yeah. I do. Um, Some people, like, they go to sleep at night and they're like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I care about these things. I yeah. don't know why. It's it's um, it's ingrained in me. That's why you guys. And that's it why, sucks. That's why when you guys bust my balls about it, there's, there's a reason why I'm like, hey, I'm going away with my high school pals or I'm going here with these buddies or I'm doing this. I guess I, if I lose those personal connections, I feel like. I feel like it would really make, I would be very miserable. I feel like I'd go through something. Like if all of a sudden it was like, yeah, hey, you know, I no longer hang out with these people. Didn't I, you say you had a realization recently that you're, uh, probably whatever your circles dwindling. Oh yeah. I just, I had a realization that like, it's like, it's, uh, everyone's, everyone's in their own lane. And I just said to Sarah last night, I was like, you know, if I didn't have all these personal goals with Cavino and, and career stuff to just keep, you know, like, we, well, remember career and to get next level is a sacrifice in itself. If you talk to anybody, it's like the story of whiplash. You've all seen the whiplash story, JK Simmons and Miles Teller. Yeah. The story is what about me? achieving greatness, right? And to achieve greatness, sometimes you have to make sacrifices. And that kid had to sacrifice his relationships with his friends and girlfriends to achieve greatness in the world of drumming. And J.K. Simmons, you know, basically wanted to know, like, are you willing to make that sacrifice? Are you willing to go the distance? Are you willing to go the distance? And unfortunately, you know, you want to keep those relationships, but think about what you had to do just to get where you are right yeah. now. You had to sacrifice relationships. You absolutely had to with girlfriends and things like that because work was your priority. Yep. You know, it's very tough, man. It's a tough, tough balance. And I think... A sacrifice is part of it sometimes. You have to be extremely selfish. And I'm good at that, but it does eat at me sometimes. Because no, I'm a self-centered son of a bitch. I, I said to Sarah, I go, if 
if I didn't have my own set of like personal goals where I still feel like there's some some cool things Kavino and I need to hey, achieve. Tom Cruise just uh, yeah. got his number one. But I'm saying if, if it wasn't for my own personal goals that I really still believe in. It's never too late. I'm like what happens if people are just in their own little rut? Do they just say like, well, now it's time to live for my kids and you just fucking, you're done? And the rest of your day is like waiting for retirement and you're living for your kids. Is that sort of the, the general consensus? Like if you're working at the factory and you're like, well, you know, I got married, bought a house, went through my ass getting days, uh, my partying days. Hey, I don't feel like going out anymore. Then you're like, well, I guess I'm just sort of waiting for retirement and I'll watch my kids little league game. Is that what people, is that like just the fucking nature of why everyone's grumpy? <clears throat> no, because those people could be uh, fulfilled in a different way. Other things well, don't what, but what way matter though? as much to them, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm, I'm the, I'm the guy that's trying to push different groups of people to stick with plans we make. Like, hey, high school crew, we're going on our annual vacation, right? Hey guys, we're, uh, you know, we're doing this annual trip, right? Like, some people are are good at blocking out the thoughts in their brain. You know, where me, oh, the loudest nice. voice in the room is the one in my head. And there's so many times where my kid or Jordan are like, are you even listening to me? And it's like, well, you're not, the, the thoughts I have are louder than yours. That's all. It's nothing personal. Don't take it personally. Yeah. So, you know, I'm picturing like, you know, one of your friends who you're losing contact with. Yeah. Going to bed at night and just not giving a fuck because most guys yeah. don't give that much of a fuck. Right. And then there's me whose thoughts are so loud that I can't keep them quiet and i'm not talking on behalf of a crazy person like i have voices in my head i'm saying my thoughts they're loud my thoughts are loud when, when people and when, when you're talking i'm in my own thoughts and i'm hearing me and i'm thinking so sometimes i'm not hearing anything people you're are saying a failure. on the on the flip side rich some people don't Everyone have any thoughts you. at all when you so they're like yeah i'm just living my day to the day hey, when you meet when you meet you're remember useless. what norm mcdonald said yeah. Growing up, people had eight eight opinions yeah and zero, most of it was about food you when, have zero control over your life when uh, no when one likes meet, you, when you meet, <laughs> no one, likes no one you. does anything for you. You do everything for everyone when, else. When you I meet think people like me, but there's no proof of that. You when no you meet, longer, uh, you no longer know who you are. When Strangers you meet, like me more than people in my real life. When you, you meet, are lost. When you meet like-minded people, yeah, I think that's when you have to put yourself out there and start doing fun things. Like you might meet someone later in life that's like, I like golf too. Hey, you met a new golf buddy. Like, like Mauser just hit us up. And Mauser, I will take you up on this because I already thought about it. Mauser and Jaime Tavares, two guys we've met through the show that became really good personal friends. Mm -hmm. They go on to see the 49ers Dolphins game up in the Bay Area in like December, I think. Like to me, if I don't take that opportunity and say, fuck, I'll be there. Speaking of uh, then, then Jaime and Mauser, Jaime Mazur, Gabe, and myself are planning a little bourbon trail trip. See, look at that. What the fuck? I like bourbon. Mm. I mean, mm. probably drink more bourbon than all you idiots. Yeah, it only fit four guys in a car. You bragging about all you're drinking? Yeah. <laughs> I you drink more I, bourbon than everybody. How do you think I, I, I calm those voices? See, no one likes no one likes me. They don't want to include me in anything. <laughs> fuck off. They don't even they want to invite me to weddings. They don't want to take the me world trips. sucks. That's why, Rich. Yeah, the world yeah. sucks. I think uh, a lot of me. people are content with letting things fizzle. And you're yeah. not rich. I, I do not because I, I look at people, they let, like, they let their looks fizzle. They let their energy fizzle. They let their friendships fizzle. And everyone just becomes one fizzled out version of fucking, what they were. You know, yeah. And by the way, Kenny, if I'm in the Bay Area at a Niners game, of course I'm seeing you, bro. 
Kenny Whitman, big 49ers guy. Him and I chat about the Niners. This trail. What are we going to do without the handsomeness of Jimmy Garoppolo? See, not something else that fizzled. No more handsome quarterback. Nothing gold could stay. The outsiders. Do it for Johnny. Anyway, it's Cavino and Rich. So that's our opening up uh, portion of the show. Spot, you once, ain't once a month, we're good for a real full disclosure yeah. from the heart. There you go. There you have it. Spot, Brought you to you by uh, these nuts. You ain't kidding about these microphones are very, uh, what do you call it? You have to talk right into them. It's called the directional mic. Because there are guys. Someone that, in broadcasting for over 20 years should know that. I mean, just saying. Thank you for listening to me. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is. When did we start with these microphones? Over a year. When did I buy this? A year and a half ago. A year and a half later. Yeah. It's a great story. <laughs> um, Thanks. There's, there's, uh, there's guys doing fucking river dances on the roof and the mics don't pick it up. It's wild. Like there is a, there's a full, I think they're doing the, uh, the Russian dances you were talking about yesterday. This is what, it, this is what I imagine your downstairs neighbors always heard. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, you're I'm a heavy guy. walker, and you you're fucking heavy. Ben speed. wasn't born yet, though. He runs around like a wild maniac. Hey, Rich, I'm not saying this to piss you off. Please do, I don't but care. I have the feeling that Jim has. You know, Jim says Rich is a people pleaser. Quote, oh, I am. People that's, that's not a. That's not a. We have known this. That's why he enjoys maintaining so many relationships. That's not how I feel in my little conundrum, my pickle that I'm in. I feel like. It's not about people pleasing. It's about just, again, doing the right thing. And there's a pressure and a guilt involved in that. It's not about, oh, I want to do this to, to look like a good guy or please other people. It's just it feels like it's like that's what I have to do. You know, it's not about like, oh, I get a thrill out of, you know, making sure I'm seeing all these people. I, I get off, not in a sexual way. I get off... On the interactions. Yeah. And like that's I, like not I, that's me why, at all. And, like and that's why I feel like there's because, a little no, bit of a difference. You, you love the inner, like you read our feedback probably more than Spot and I. Because I'm committed I'm just to talk, winning. No, but I'm just talking about the interactions with other other people. Like if I see some funny shit, I'll, I'll text. I'll text my friends and anxiously wait for like, oh, did they find that funny? I love the interactions. And I was talking to my buddy Walter about this the other day. I feel like you need to surround yourself also with people that keep you mentally sharp. You brought up this point recently and spot even, you know, spot who loves to shit on us every day actually did say once that he feels like he stayed like, like he's gotten sharper by our conversations and just, you know, we're always trying to outwit each other with a little one liner here and there. Like if you hang out with a bunch of duds, you, I feel like you will regress. You will become like, uh, show me your friends. Yeah, like, I, I feel like there's certain people in my life that are very witty and quick to the punch, and I feel like I'm constantly trying to make sure we're fucking jabbing back and forth. But if you had a bunch of friends who are like, meet you at the bar at 8, Hank, all right, later. Wait, like, I feel like you'll end up becoming, like, a boring, brain-dead person. They're witty like Kenny Whitman. <laughs> See? <laughs> Man, spot. <laughs> so... Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking MCs like, like a, a pound, pound of, of bacon. Oh, man, he's so quick, this guy. And turning them. Stay quick and nimble. <laughs> I go crazy when I hear a symbol. A hi hat. With, with a souped, souped up, up tempo. tempo. I'm, I'm going to roll. It's time, time to go, go solo. solo. Rolling. Soup, soup to hero. So let's get into the rando news real quick. Spot, it's actually. So Somewhat oh, wait, no, hold related. on. I got, I got something different. I, I want to break I, I up because I just want to break up so the early. deep thoughts. The deep so thoughts are exhausting. And then, I, you know what I'm left with? A feeling of 
I shouldn't have said any of that. That's what I'm left no, with. No, 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 no. I'm hoping um, to be relatable. I think my, but then I'm left feeling like, like a like a bitch who fucking just you know no, you're cried v- you're for an v- hour. You're venting. No, yeah. that's fucking you're, you people people relate to this more I than hope. you know. I yeah. hope, but I, hate I honestly, it. For sure. I, feel I, honestly like think, it, I don't know if the reward matches. I think everyone feels the same way you do. I think if honestly everyone evaluated their life, I think they would feel like nobody does anything for them. Yeah, but what, guess what? Spot, these are all choices them. that essentially I made, right? So. Just got to deal with it. Hey, Spock, can I, uh, can I send you a picture? Can you blur out my, my street address on my house, though? Sure. Why'd you huff and puff? Like, is that a big ask? Can you do it before you send it? How do I, I'm trying to mark easier, up a photo, yeah. and it's not letting me mark up the photo for some reason. The little pen in the right corner, right? Mark up? Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not highlighted. It's like dull. Did you go to edit? I did. Send me the photo. Text it to me. I'll text it to you, Spock. Because... I, uh, I'll, I'll break it up with something. I have, I have a, I have a good question for you guys and it's, it's light. It'll take us away from the serious nature of all the fun conversations I have in today. My daughter, we came home from school yesterday and what'd you know, you learn? About, what'd you learn, Rich? You know, it's about, I have a, I have a version of it that doesn't need a uh, editing. So I'll send it to you right now. Um, Emmy thought they were pizza boxes on top of our house. I just crop out your job. I'm just going to crop it out. Yeah, That's crop fine. it out. We, we got home from school yesterday and they're redoing our roof. And, oh. you know, they got all the, they got all the panel oh, roof. They got all the panels on the roof. Like all like the, 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 I guess you would say the plates of the pallets of, of the different things are put on the roof. The, the, uh, the roofing. The Emmy's roofing. like, Emmy was like, dad, why are there like 20 pizza boxes on the roof? And Uncle Spot was hungry. For a minute, I was like, "Oh, Emmy!" Squirrels ordered out. Uh, yeah, like she, she thought these were twenty pizza boxes on the roof, and I'm like, "Man, she she's getting to a point where she's like just a funny kid." And I, again, we talk about like life and everything. I'm like, "Man, I just want her to be just so fucking cute and fun." Wherever, yeah. Look, she's like, "Ted, why are there pizza boxes all over the roof?" I'm like, "Uncle Spot, hungry." I'm like, "I don't know, honey." <laughs> the birds are having a pizza party. Yeah, it's a pizza party. Look at that. All the pizza boxes on the roof, Dad. It's Miguel and friends having a pizza party. I saw, by the way, I saw them putting them up there yesterday. Yeah. They put uh, pull up a truck that has a conveyor belt. I'm sure everybody knows. Yeah. That. But they pull up a truck that has a conveyor belt, and they're, this guy's, one guy's just loading them on. Was Jamiroquai there dancing? Yeah. Future's made up. Yo, I'm amazed simply. Like, I'm hearing, I don't know if you guys could hear, you probably can't, but you could hear there's like, 10 guys on the roof right now. And so you I'm don't think amazed. someone's going to fall right here. Yeah. I'm just amazed that there hasn't been 10 I guys on Rich's roof since the early 2000s. I know <laughs> it's the truth, but I'm just amazed that, I mean, they know the strength of a roof. I'm sure that this is what they yeah. do. Well, at I'm least like, you're saying bundles of those are 80 pounds. So they're not easy to just, yeah, I mean, they have wheelbarrows yeah. up there and there's like crews of people. It's like, man, I'd be a little scared to fall. This house is old. Like, I'd be scared to fall through that shit, but they do it all the time, so they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, but it's, yeah, it is weird. I'm amazed that the roof is strong enough to withstand all of that I shit. I hope if someone does fall, though, that they fall directly in between you on the desk. Yeah, if someone's going to fall through the roof, I want it to be in the studio so that at least something good comes out of it. Yeah. Just not on top of me. That's all. Ah! That would be great. So I think you'll start to hear something. I think like you'll hear something. Buckling. Well, they'd have to fall through the roof into the attic and then through the attic into here. So it'd be like, boom. It's and then like, after the first blump, then you'd have to. The rumbling's insane. It's intense. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit on Rich's roof. A lot of people there, too. Yeah. Pretty wild. 
pretty wild. I don't know if you could hear that. The, the, the bummer is that if you're not watching today, Rich is getting his roof done and the pizza boxes are roof shingles. The, so if you're not watching, that's what we're talking the about. The only bummer, and I guess it's not their responsibility, but they're rip, they ripped up the whole previous roof, right? So by ripping up the previous roof, the side of the house where we have grass and the lemon tree and like the kids like little easel and chalk and all their little fun things, I cleaned it up as good as I can. And I went on my hands and knees, like in the early 2000s, <laughs> for probably an hour and... I found 12 nails and I did it again and found zero. So I think I got it, but it's like one of those things like, is it their job to get every single nail or is that the annoying thing I had to do? You know, like in the early 2000s, exactly. In the early 2000s. Rich hasn't been on his hands and knees like that since with uh, 10 guys on the roof since the early 2000s. There's a nail joke in there, too. I just uh, can't figure out the wording. Yeah. But you know what, man? I was thinking about it. You know, I ran over another nail the other day and I had to go get it fixed. It wasn't at my house. You sure about that? That wasn't my I parked in the street right where you are. There's no. The, 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 you think know, a nail man. flew from my house to the street? I mean, he's got guys back and forth. I mean, yeah, I'm I not blaming you. No, I'm I'm not, I, no I think we're I think we're good. Oh, yeah. Spot. You know what? I wish my address wasn't on this. I have a video of these guys really fucking tearing it up. All right. Um, but yeah, no, it's... it's. Uh, Is this, are we still talking about the roof? I wouldn't post it. People <laughs> are weird. People are weirdos. I All know. right, so are weird. real quick. I know. Super quick. Just to break it up. Break it, break it, break it rando up. Rando news. A lot of it's sports related, not sports news. So relax, Ian Kennedy. So which and one nerds who don't like sports. Oh, I'm not even a... You know what's crazy about that all the time? Should like I people do who don't like sports. I'm not even like a crazy sports guy. That's because I part, know yeah. crazy sports guys. No, it's the truth. See, that's the thing. You're Do the I weirdo. Do fantasy sports? Like, have you ever heard me talking about gambling, fantasy sports? Rich, I, I have rich ass. Like, I fucking roll my eyes when people nerd out on sports. Again, he doesn't know. That's the thing. I think we're it's such the a, circles you run in. A great balance nah, of like, right. this is things Bro. you, you, you got to know about. Sometimes prefer, you don't, sometimes you don't know. I straight lines. I don't Some, like running in circles. No, sometimes, I don't get that. Sometimes you don't know when you don't know. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. If you're not in a circle. Like, spot. If you don't know, now you know. Spot. It's like perspective. Like, if you dated a girl, if you never dated a girl with a big ass, <laughs> you're going to think a girl with like an average ass has a big ass. It's perspective. Right? It's perspective. Like Spot think thinks we talk a lot about sports. He's never dealt with guys that are like sports fanatics. Like I have friends and people in my life that listen to sports talk radio all day and they, they they have multiple fantasy teams and every day they're watching this movie, uh, this this game, this game, this it's game. It's funny. You know what I have to do sometimes, Rich? Because people assume like there's just like regular dudes, There's a right? preconceived Let's notion. Say there's regular dudes yeah. and they want to talk to me about, dude, what do you think? And I'm like, I have to respectfully say, hey, listen, man. I don't really. I'm not. That's not my thing. I really don't care. I'm just a fan. Well, can I make a quick point? Can, can <laughs> I make like, a quick point? I, I'm glad you think that I have some sort of hot take on that, but I don't. I, let me give, make a quick point, and it's that because we worked for ESPN and Fox, and people don't realize that we were hired to be like the pop culture light yeah. type of. Do I enjoy the fuck out of watching a good game? Yes, yeah. love it. But, but I'm not a nerd about it. But what I'm saying is because we worked with the two biggest networks in the sports world, which is I'm very which proud is of an that. honor. Yeah. But because of that, because of that, people think 
By the way, speaking of no one loving us, I don't think we get enough credit for that. Oh, I just don't. <laughs> I just Stop don't. It. I really I'm don't. Because, no, but because we, because we have worked at... It's right, you know. We worked at the two biggest. We've worked at the two biggest sports networks on planet Earth, and yet I still feel like the village idiot. So please help me. But listen, because of that, <laughs> can't help you there. The average person doesn't realize we were hired. Sorry, but we were hired one. by both of those networks because we were not sports guys. Yeah. But to the outsider, like if I go play Saturday Ooh, softball, yeah. if I'm playing softball, yeah, yeah, they'll exactly. be like, like, yo. And they know uh, more than you, probably. They right? Know, they know way more than me. They'll, be, they'll the be like, they'll be like, hey, should I trade Devontae Adams for this wide receiver and this? I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know the other guy's name. And I give him I'm the like, ah, bro, it's up to you. But I respectfully say, man, that's not, I don't know that. I'm shit, respectfully dude. asked way more questions about stuff I am unqualified to answer. But because the average person doesn't realize, oh, Kavino Rich, they're the pop culture sports guys. They're just sort of the fun guys that know a little bit about sports. They're delusionally thinking we know more. And, and anytime, all right, if we did, if, this is the great. If anyone thinks we're doing sports talk, then I respectfully say. You're an idiot. You don't know what sports talk is. Yeah, sports talk You've is never Mad Dog sports Russo. Talk. Sports talk is the other guys on Fox and ESPN that are, are sports talk is Adam Schefter talking about the different free agency moves. Or sports the, talk is Adam Shine, who, by the way, dude, I haven't had one single thought about Adam Shine in three years. And I happen to see him on social media. Yeah. It's like a guy I totally forgot about. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's Adam Shine. I totally forgot he existed. It's it's wild to unbelievable. me. Unbelievable. It's wild unbelievable. to me. No disrespect, but unbelievable. It's, I haven't thought about him in three years. Unbelievable. It's, my guy. It's crazy Adam to Shine. me. My guy. Let's talk sports, 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 sports. People think we know more than we do about sports because we've been hired by the two biggest companies on earth. We sure have. So with that said, here's my analogy. If outside of Sirius XM, and outside of our Kavino Rich I'm talk so glad show, you said that because I want to say this: our resume, stellar, agreed, stellar. It's outside, like Incubus, outside, stellar. Outside of Kavino and Rich on SXM, pretty stellar. Turbo Octane, K Rock, Z100, all outside Maxim, of Maxim. If you took XM, away, it was like every brand I, we ever were a fan you took of. We away, for if you took away SNY, ESPN, and Fox, and replaced it with follow me here. If you replaced it with Entertainment Tonight, E, and MTV. Go on. People would be like, oh, Kavino and Rich. And if we talked about the same exact thing, they'd be like, guys, stop talking about like the, like, stop talking about all this girly pop culture shit. And because it's subconscious. Like, my boss at SXM was like, yo, and this is a little, I'll pat myself on the back. Can you reach there? Barry Horowitz style. What else is now? Sometimes I have tight shoulders. He goes, it's really hard for me to tell you much of anything. I have to do my monthly criticism of you, but uh, honestly, uh, you've been fucking sounding on point. Two oh. things. I'll give you two things. Oh. We do the, the pulse countdown. Uh, I think you said twice, like, yeah, we give you a fresh 15. The countdown's called the, the pulse top 15. So even though I know what you're saying, if you say fresh 15 so many times, people might think that's the name of the countdown. I was like, oh, I get you. That's fair. I was like, well, who gives a shit? I won't say that. Fresh. I, Cause I'll be like, yeah, this weekend, a fresh 15. He gave everybody a fresh 15, but he gave Sarah a fresh five. <laughs> Not even like four and a half. But, so, um, yeah. Cause even if you have five, you're not going all the way in. It's very hard to, I'm at minutes, but you're talking, oh, yeah. What are you oh, talking inches. about? Jeez. He's talking inches. So, 
Oh, it's sorry. uh. That's what I thought you meant. It could have went either. And the way. other thing was, the other thing was, <laughs> I know, I got this. And he goes, I know you're a sports guy, but maybe once in a while, sports guy. You mean a fan who watches the maybe, game? Maybe once in a while, one you know, take away one sports reference a show. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, you got a boss. But in my, I said to him, I go. No, truthfully, you know what my sports reference on SXM will be? I'll say, because I'm on at night on the pulse, right? So like at 6 or 7 You're p.m. using it as a time reference. At, at, at six or, or a day reference. At 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern, yeah. I'll say, hey, hopefully you had a good day today. It's the pulse, Rich Davis. Hey, by the way, don't forget tonight, uh, Warriors, Celtics, and uh, if you're stuck in the car, NBA radio here at SXM. I know I'm excited. Steph Curry going right. for number five. Hey, here's uh, here's Bruno Mars. Man, he's such a sports guy. No, but but be, no, but because we work for Fox and ESPN and everything, they'll be like, oh, man, he's he's a sports guy. If I never worked but for those I networks, I, I guarantee they'd be like, good cross promo. I don't. Think, I bet. Uh, maybe, maybe. I was gonna say, but I don't think that are the, is the audience on the pulse really like. Who isn't watching the NBA playoffs casually or who, if I would have said, and we have a billion dollar partnership with the NBA. So that to me is a, like, I mean, tomorrow, that's the biggest thing going on. I mean, even I know what happened. So yeah. my point is, but I have to. so yeah, it's just sports a, related updates. Spot hit it. Sports. 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 Own it. Sports. Sports. Generic footage. Any basketball? No, yeah, that was sports. Sports. <laughs> sports. I'm like, did I include basketball there? I already I mentioned it, but I got to tell you, <laughs> it's man. Like a at first, game in high school. At first, I didn't care, guys. At first, I didn't care, but then when I started to watch it, it really hit my heart. I'm not gonna lie. Derek Jeter's Instagram. Some little kid tweeted at Derek Jeter. By the way, this was in 2014. Some little kid tweeted Derek Jeter in 2014. Derek Jeter has no excuse not to have a Twitter account by now. And all these years later, eight years later, Derek Jeter says, looks like I finally officially run out of excuses. Bam, he's on Twitter just like that. Derek Jeter, who was such a pop culture, at one point young guy that everyone admired, was not a part of social media. He remained off of it. He did his Turn 2 Foundation. That had a page. It was, you know, promoted on social media, but he never had his own personal stuff. And out of nowhere, he decided, hey, I'm on Twitter. And just like that, 300,000 followers overnight. Well, he's Derek Jeter, right? Then he's like, yeah, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm going all the way then. He's on Instagram. 200,000 followers overnight. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. When I start watching him out of his element from... I say this fucking kindly. Okay, I'm by no means comparing myself. But watching Derek Jeter talk about his family life and what it's like to chase around three girls and seeing him not in his, you know, stuffy buttoned up Yankee sort of way and talking about like what life is really like is kind of how I feel maybe why you enjoy behind the velvet ropes and things like that. Like that little insight of 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 your real life off the radio because I was like, I don't give a fuck about it. I love Derek Jeter, but eh, whatever, he's on social media. But when I started to see him be a real person, I'm like, oh, this is really cool, man. So I was happy about that. So yeah. it, it is a big story because everyone from the hip hop world to the sports world, 
is coming at Derek Jeter with shit. And now he's starting to yeah. burn people, like you said. Like some, so, some guy's like, Derek Jeter's super overrated. Yeah. And then someone hit him back. Uh, Derek Jeter hit him back with him signing a kid's autograph on he's his like, back. Nick, is that you? Yo, Nick, yo, is that you? Like, like, I was signing autographs for you when you were a little pumpkin pie haircutted kid. Yeah. So just to see one of your heroes out of, the, out of their element in a vulnerable, different type of atmosphere is... It's really fucking cool for me. So Derek Cheaters on social media. It's it sounds like why is that a big deal? It just is. I don't know why. I saw. Um, you know, I'm, I've been. I've I've always loved Norm, but the last two days I watched his special, and then I watched his comedians in cars with uh, Seinfeld last night. Yeah. Just uh, reminiscing about Norm a little bit. Um. He did a he does a great joke about how some guy you know Norm was known to be a, a gambling addict. Mm-hmm. Norm McDonald is a big sports gambler to tie it into sports. So Norm tells a sports. stupid, a stupid Norm McDonald joke where he's like, yeah, I was, uh, I was at a casino and uh, some guy was uh, gambling on everything. He went, uh, he bet on six basketball games. He was uh, 0 for six. He bet on uh, uh, 12 football games. He was, uh, he was 0 for 12. He bet on, get this, eight baseball games. He was 0 for eight. And I'm like, man, you had a bad day. Well, tonight, uh, there's a hockey game, and the guy goes, well, I don't know anything about hockey. <laughs> you don't know anything about anything. Uh, meaning like, meaning like, you don't know anything about hockey. You were 0 for 8. Uh, yeah, just a typical, like, norm, like, you have to Clearly, think about it for yeah. a second. Like, yeah, you don't know about <laughs> shit. That's a great one. I love it. Typical norm is great. The I'm, difference I'm, doesn't make. Oh, but um, love norm. Yeah, love norm. You know what? Like, Norm, very private guy. Derek Jeter, yeah, even was. though very well-known, very private guy. And to see that he's just a normal dad, it's endearing. And, you know, he's opening himself up to a whole different world that I'm sure he's aware of, but, man, he's out there now. Uh, another uh, sports-related news. Can I news. sneak in a news alert? Sure. Uh, there is a verdict was re- reached in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. It will be announced at 3 p.m. Eastern, oh. noon, Pacific. Okay. Woo. So, unfortunately, we'll be right after our show, but you can switch to the live stream of the uh, hey. of the verdict right after the show. I, we don't need to get into this, but I regarding mean, we all, that. We all know. Regarding that, we all know Cove, um, Amber Heard. You know, I'll get to it in a second. Finish the sports stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry, yes, Charlie Murphy. Cubs fan. By the way, I wonder if Cubs fan. Stop it. Why realizes do you how, like. Stop. rating his feedback is like it's like so eye rolly dude stop like, i just don't understand why people choose to be that way why does everyone like, that's the role you want to play in society well, some people like to be the ball buster why does it some, 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 some people and that's what i'm saying do you realize like it doesn't come across as ball busting are you that unaware sometimes yeah some people are well then then you know like be more aware no but i mean like some people I appreciate like the, the subscription and, and the feedback and the interaction but it's like but some people some people some people like to be Yes, some people Jeter like, finally joined Twitter and so, Instagram. Some people That's like the story. Dude. Some people like to be that guy, and you know what? Maybe they're a little self—they're not completely self-aware. That's all. No one is. Okay, Carmelo Anthony. There's, every, the there's other guys like that. It's not just Cubs. There's a guy oh, that's yeah. commenting right now that I think like he reached out to me personally once. Oh, but like that guy, same jerk. Oh, no, no, no. He reached counts. out to me personally once. He's a and jerk. And he was like, yeah, I'm just busting balls. And no, I'm like, all right. Jerk. There's a difference. You know what? You're not good at ball busting then. I'm sorry to break the news yeah, to you. Yeah, but you're not one good. You're not good at no. accepting ball busting though too. But it's not good ball. I, it's a combination. Know, it's a combination. Know good ball ball no, it's a, it's a combination of it's uh, bad ball busting. Ineffective ball buster and guy that doesn't like getting his balls busted. So you guys are just not. I grew up with professional ball busters i got balls can you bust mine professional ones they're good at it like you guys like sometimes just like 
the feedback is like, yeah, yeah let's then stop reading the same five people's feedback and read all, all the feedback. It's like, so, you, it's like folk. It's like a thousand yeah, people. This guy, like, again, another guy who like chooses to be a dick. like an asshole. Yeah, but you know what? He, like, like, I, I may be an asshole, but I don't I, choose to be. He chooses to be an asshole, but supports That's us. So Look funny. at it this way. It's like Rotten Tomatoes gave a Top Gun Maverick 96%, which means 4% of people. Or like, I, no. yeah, but like, that's like, so. Why can, would you make that? Some choice? people like to be that four. When you write stuff out, so you have like conscious, like you're making a conscious effort. Like I am who I am, so you could think I'm an asshole. Yeah, but, but I'm trying not to. Maybe some people asshole. like that role. I, watched, I mean, I think it's a sucky role. Uh, yeah. An episode of Frasier last night. Yeah, sometimes I like. Sometimes I just throw on random shows just to ease my night away. Frasier. It was an episode because you know he does. A, he's a radio host. And it was a, he was watching like through a two way mirror, like a panel talk about his show. And everyone in the room was like, this is the greatest show. I could listen to him all day long. I love his voice. Oh, it's so, I can't wait to, I could listen to the show for years to come. There was one guy played by Tony Shalhoub who was like, I just don't like him. <laughs> He's like, I and, just and don't. Frazier was and probably Fra like, like Frazier just like, couldn't get past the fact that he just didn't like him as a person, sought him out. And then this is where the hilarity ensues, <laughs> yeah. sought him out. He ran like a newsstand. It just and then like a series of unfortunate events, he just ended up burning down the guy's newsstand. But <laughs> so yeah, no, but honestly, but you like, you're fixating on this one person. No, you can have no, fixated on. There's good ball busting. We oh. get we get our balls busted all the time, and then there's people that think they're ball busting, but they're just being rude and obnoxious. Like, but you like, take like, difference. You take dude. the you take the wolf bait. You take the wolf bait because. But I, mean, I, don't, I don't get no, that. You do. I don't get that behavior. All right, you could look at our feedback. I just don't, Thou don't expect of, me to get it. I don't get it. I, I love a good bomb bust. I know, but what I'm saying, thousands of people with feedback, and you know what catches your eye? Like Spot said, like Fraser Crane. What catches your eye is the one guy that's like, yeah, Cavino. Yeah, uh huh. Really? Good luck with that. Like I haven't acknowledged that guy in months, but I just. All right, I'm just I just saying, don't get it, so I'm making an observation. So. How about you roll through the text message right now and acknowledge all the people I, that are saying you know, how you're no fucking killing it today. No one acknowledges more of our listeners than I do. I fucking reach out to them personally. I leave them voice messages. I shout out. I write names to shout out every day because I appreciate all the great response. And I don't expect an ass kissing at all. I love when people have fun and they break balls. That's what people do. There's a difference. I'll give you one. I'll, I'll give a nice shout out to someone. Uh... Should Dude, we get our ball squeezed 24-7? Squeeze. Squeeze. That's not a good thing. I like <laughs> mine gently handled. We get them squeezed all the time. There's a difference when people are just like, they say you like rude and obnoxious things, and it's not funny. So getting back to your thoughts, Manu. You said there was something about the program you didn't like. Can you be more specific? Well, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I don't like him. It's a great show. Yeah, it's fantastic. He's wonderful. I love the show. My God, Frazier, this is a love fest. I can't believe we were even worried about it. I just don't like him. That's funny, Spot. That that is you know part of the culture we live in. Yeah, you're Frazier. You know who said that recently, Rich? This is a side-related news story. The black girl in Obi-Wan Kenobi, I, I don't know her name, I apologize, I didn't plan on discussing this, but the black woman who plays the Inquisitor, I believe is her character, she's Flea's boss, but she works on the dark side, no pun intended. <laughs> the black woman... I don't, I'm not a part of this. ...is the same black woman in Queen's Gambit. Remember oh, yeah, the girl's yeah. friend? Yeah, of course. Her, her she best has a main role in the new Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
Nice. And for her. But two big roles. Great. Two big roles. Yeah, she's really great in it. But she's getting a lot of like, you're the token hire. Ooh. You're the, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're only here because Suck. they're trying to fill a quota. That's whack. And she's like, and don't get it wrong. I'm getting so much love and so much praise. And I'm so grateful for this role. But I, I'm only human. Of course, I'm going to notice Moses those things. Moses Ingram is her name. What's her name? Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. She's great. And it's a, it is a, a new story where she's having to deal with a lot of hate. But of course, the, the love and the support outnumbers the hate. But the negative shit is always going to stand out. Yeah. And it's like... Well, also over, you know, save it. Could be, you know, much like, much I like, I, don't, I just don't get, get that behavior. Much like, te- no, but much like, much like texting a, a friend or a girl and not knowing tone. If you don't know, let's say Hank that hits us up all the time. Hank could be like, Hank could be like, yeah, Cavino, great answer. Or he could be like, hey, Cavino, great answer. Like, you don't know the tone. So, like, someone could be like, wow, he's really he, interpreting. You know a tone know. after years and years of seeing the I same know, people's feedback. But you, but you, you know harp, I mean? but it's common human instinct to harp on the negative opposed to the positive. That is just normal behavior. Yeah. So, she's dealing with that as we speak. All right, and back Spot, to the news. How coincidental that Spot pulls up that perfectly timed Frasier like, from like, honestly, 25 years ago clip. It was either Frasier or the Golden Girls last night. Chose Frasier. Great episode. I, I feel like that, I want to watch like, that episode. It happened to be that episode. That shit looked really but I told funny. you, he, he ends up burning nah, I just don't like him. <laughs> he ends up burning because he tries to go. But dude, that's fair though. That That, that is, that, you just don't like people sometimes. That's fair. Yeah. You know, but if your constant narrative is just like rude, like I just don't get that. I don't get that. Especially again, I'm I'm a guy not trying to be that way. Yeah. But I'm sometimes perceived that way. I'm like, I'm not trying to be that way. All right. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo's on the news? I think he retired? No, it's just a funny story. Oh. Somehow I read this on Hoops Hall. I don't even know what that is. Hoops Hall. Is that like a Carmelo Anthony on wanting to change his name in the third grade? And I'm sure like a lot of people probably went with some sort of weird went through some weird phase where they had an identity crisis or whatever I love, I but he said that me. he tried to change his name in third grade to tyrone johnson which is so <laughs> funny he said he was sick of people like misspelling and mis saying his name carmel Cam- right. carmelo he goes it's carmelo i mean but then again people kept butchering carmelo. on how to spell his name he where did said, he grow up there was a whole summer where he people were butchering his name so he tried to change his name to Tyrone Johnson because nobody fucking with Tyrone Johnson. So in <laughs> his, it's in funny. his third grade Tyrone train, Johnson. he's like, yo, fuck Carmelo sounds soft. No one up. knows it. Carmelo Anthony, he's like, he thought, he really tried to get people to call him Tyrone Johnson because in his mind, I sound like a name no one he fucked He grew up with. in Brooklyn. There was, how, how did you, how was, was it probably right around the time the Caramello candy bar came out. So it was, like, probably, it was probably like hey, Caramello. Caramello. Oh, Carmelo. Man. Tyrone Johnson is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I Carmelo, we know it now, it's, but think about it. It's not a, but, but, you know. No, but in, in Brooklyn, it's a very, it's. I've never of, met a Carmelo anything. A hodgepodge of culture in Brooklyn. Yeah. I imagine Carmelo wasn't a rare name. I don't. Do you know any other Carmelo than Carmelo Anthony? The, you know Carmela's women. Do you know any Carmelo? It's like Junios. Could be. No, do you know any? Name another Carmelo. Go ahead, Spot. Carmelo. Yesterday we played name a Tom, a, a Harry, and a Dick. I don't know. Name a Carmelo. Any other Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelas. Yeah. Carmelo's soprano. Yeah. Carmelo's is Here's a P3 the story real hometown. quick. Carmelo Anthony tried to change his name to Tyrone Johnson in third grade because people kept butchering how to spell his name. That whole summer, people were butchering my name. It was just like 
Carmelo with one L, Camelo. There wasn't no nothing bad to it. I just didn't like people effing my name up. So I write the name Tyrone, and I'm looking around and I'm seeing what last name I'm going to go with. So I see a textbook and it's like Johnson and something in the textbook. So I'm like Tyrone Johnson. Ain't no one effing with Tyrone Johnson. Golden That's story. Funny. Happy 38th to Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo. 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 Um, it's interesting. You know, our buddy Stanley T. I don't know if he talked about this on the air, probably on the morning mashup, but you know, his daughter went through like, I want to change my name. And even her friend, it, it well, was nothing kids nowadays. No, it was not. It was not a ever. No, it was not a sexuality thing. It was just she was like, I'm I, I don't like my name. And Stanley T's like, but that's your name. And she went by all her girlfriends in school and guys. Everyone was calling her the new name. She sort of calls herself. Yeah. And Stan was the one guy that's like, I'm not playing. I named you whatever. You yeah. know, I'm gonna name. It's awkward. And like Stan was insulted by, but his wife and the brother, everyone in the family was like, eh, if that's what she wants to be called. And Stan's like, nah. <laughs> so it's, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Stan to be honest. There was, there was a, a possibility that I would have gone by my middle name. That's why my, my mother gave me a very plain middle name because Christian wasn't a popular name. So she's like, you can call he'll Maybe you'll call yourself Michael if, if Christian sounds weird. Yeah, but there were so many Michaels in the 80s spot. You right? would have just been another so Michael. It's an old, guy, Christian, old guy named Christian, I'm one of the first Christians. I made the name Christian popular. I'll Tyrone tell you this. Um, there is yeah, uh, life was brand new as Tyrone Johnson. If you grew up on Long Island or Jersey, and I say that particularly because it's a very Italian area, East Coast. If you grew up in Jersey, Jersey. or Brooklyn or Long Island, I could promise you there were at least two Michaels and two Anthony's in every class. Easy. And sometimes Mike, there was a Michael Anthony. Yeah. So there, Michaels and Anthony's. And he was in uh, Van Halen. Yo, Michaels and Anthony's. Come on. Well, all right. <clears throat> moving on. A lot of speculation on the new Madden cover. Well, that's Boom. good, though. People like it. People like the, the, uh, people like the fact that they're going with the OG. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's the right time. It's the right time. It's the right time. for Passed away. Boom. Boom. They came out with the new Madden cover, and it's freaking John Madden. The all Madden edition. Boom. It's great. Boom. I mean, it's his game. What a legacy he left with that game. And people Thanks, might not coach. know. It's common knowledge, but he wanted it to be realistic. He was committed to that. He wanted real football. He wanted people to understand how it worked. And that's why the game's a big success. Is it not the, only was he marketable, uh, but he had a huge influence on what the game should be. Is it the 23rd Madden? Uh, oh, I don't know. What Madden is it? I think I saw something that said 23. I think it may be even older than that, right? Of course. I just think that's really cool. That's how many how many Maddens have there and been? That you, go, you just go here. Yeah. You go up there. There yeah. you go. And you it's like, boom. And then the uh, you go right through. You got a little the cartoon of Madden there, and he's coming out of the little thing there. And then it's got the title up there, All Madden Edition. I think boom. it captures him, though. It really does. I mean, we've there. seen him busting through the wall in Miller Lite commercials. Oh. <laughs> but that's a good one. According like. to... Uh, according to... Ace is the place. Google, there have been 40 different editions of the Madden game. But it, I got to ask you, what makes you feel older? That there have been, uh, you know... 20 something to 40 something depending on how you like sometimes a different edition might just mean a different cover a couple different codes I guess in the game that or the fact that we remember like Wrestlemania too and like yeah. like Wrestlemania's are in there almost 40 now but 
when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, WrestleMania three when Hogan slammed Andre. WrestleMania three. That's like our parents if they were like, yeah, we're Super Bowl two, and you're like, you remember Super Bowl two? Like Joe Namath in 1969. Happy belated birthday. I'm I mean, struggling. I feel that way about UFC to be honest too, because I was yeah. getting those pay per views from the very beginning of it. I, I just you would wonder, think I'd be way more into it, even though I really do love it and respect it. Yeah. I was on that shit early. I was ordering the Tough Man competitions, which eventually led to the UFC competitions. And, I mean, look how far that's come. I mean, we've seen art forms created in our lifetime. I, I just think to myself, though, to me, you could say it's UFC. That's a great answer. I'm not even a big wrestling guy at all I mean, anymore. You were but, alive when hip-hop was... But, yeah. You know, no, but there, there's, a, there's a part of me that's like... Every time I see like the new logo for WrestleMania come out and our guys like Chris Rucker and Marty and some of these guys that love wrestling are, you know, posting pictures like WrestleMania 38 or all I all I think is, yo, my memories of single digit WrestleManias are crystal clear. Like, oh yeah, WrestleMania five when uh, Hogan and Macho mega powers exploding, like memories that are crystal clear from when I was a little boy. It, it would probably be, honestly, it would probably be like when your dad would say something like, oh yeah, Bart Starr, Super Bowl one. You'd be like, Super Bowl one. You remember fucking Super Bowl one. That's got to be one. Stop getting old songs. And uh, timestamp for the old, feeling old. This week, 20 years ago, started the audition process for the first season of American Idol. So right now, 20 years ago, Kelly Clarkson was a regular little country bumpkin trying to sing. So Kelly Clarkson started her American Idol journey right now. 20 years ago. How enough, I think. Boom. Boom. 30 years ago, Derek Jeter was drafted on this day by the New York Yankees. I'm so excited to watch that documentary and I hate it because I'm a Mets fan, but Jesus Christ, he's so he's such a legend in the New York area that Oh, it's going to be uh, interesting. As much as I don't care for the Yankees, talk about I'm just as excited as I was to watch Last Dance and and Man in the Arena to watch the Jeter legacy. He goes, way to make a guy feel old. Two hours ago, in fact. Way to make a guy feel old. He tweeted this. A dream come true, getting the call from the Yankees. 30 years ago today, the Yankees drafted Derek Jeter. The rest is history. Wow. Shout out to the captain. You know what's cool the, about Derek Jeter? Got? Not to bring it back. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he touches on it. But um, Oh, he touched on it. He's a guy that garnered the respect of everyone in baseball. Everyone, even young players now, call him captain. He wasn't their captain. Respect. Respect. So, so say what you want. So anyway, uh, timestamps. And props to John Madden. Yep. That's awesome. Restuict. Now, speaking of your Mets, Rich, Mets played the Nationals yesterday. Sterling Marte hits a bomb. I'm pretty sure it was Sterling Marte. Sterling Marte is the bomb. Off of <laughs> Corbin, right? He hit a sixth home run. He's and hot right now. He's now not, He's one of those guys. He's heating up right now. But they're saying it's the dad catch of the year. By far. I don't think it is. I was I was impressed, but then what? I was misled. He led he leaned over a railing that he could have very easily dropped his kid. Well, it went extremely viral. They so, called it in the broadcast. Like, it, oh, he's gonna go viral after spot, that. It's on SMYs. It's Twitter cool. and Instagram if I you can't find it. Oh, you sent it to him. Okay. And they immediately deemed it the dad catch of the year. Like, end of story. This is it. Oh. And it's cool, but I was misled. And I'll explain why after you see it. Actually, it's the main thing on ESPN right now. Yeah, it's a big it must it's be a, a slow day. It's a big viral <laughs> clip. So if you didn't see it. Dad's holding his little kid. Marte hits a home run. He catches the ball. Everyone's excited about it. He pulls a Michael Jackson, almost dangling the kid over the fence. Dude. It's, it's impressive, but I'll explain why I was not as impressed. 
How? Baby. Oh, and detach that on the fly. And baby's fine. Wait a second. All good. Okay, now hold on. So you're that's holding slow motion. Baby. That's a home run going oh, in full no, dude. speed. It wasn't on the fly. On the fly. Yes, it was. And baby's fine. Okay, then I take back what All I said. Because I saw another clip that it's, like it yeah. it's a 400 this foot blast. He okay. leans over with his baby. That's right. like me holding Hold fucking Ben. And when I first saw the clip, I was like, oh, fuck, that's Blow insane. It the but then I thought I saw another clip where it bounced on the black, and then he caught it. And he smacks one to center field. Back goes Robles, going back, looking up, and it's out of here. See, he bounces. It's not that. What's so impressive about that? It bounced. It's it's a matter of what clip you see. Told you. Minute. Watch. So it's not that awesome. One to center field. Back goes Robles, going back, looking up, and it's out of here. Told you. Is that the same home run? Yeah. Yes. Because Marte hit two homers. Two. Huh? I told you that week. So it's not as impressive as everybody's making a scene. This is the power of editing, oh. people. Boo, bam, I'm right. Because even it Gary Cohen it. says on the fly. I that's know, why. But, dude, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, that's great. Wait a second. Do you think the guy's like, oh, they're going to find me out? Yeah. <laughs> like He caught that off a of bounce. Still awesome. Still a great moment for him. But catch of the year, it bounced. No. Man, I'm not as no, impressed. I'm not as impressed at all. On the bounce. Thank you, Jim. How do you feel about the New York Mets? Without their two starting pitchers. Rich, are you going to the Mets game this week? I know. Jim Ramsey asked me 157 times. I'm going to tell. I guess I have a story to go with it, which is why I haven't said it yet. Oh. But are the you Mets, going? the Mets are one game. Actually, they're sort of tied statistically with the Dodgers right now for the best record in the National League, and they have not had Degrom or yeah, sure, amazing. So. You got to think one of two things. The Mets will get cold when they're two best pitchers. Not just their two best pitchers. Would you agree possibly two of the best five to ten pitchers in baseball? Yeah. DeGrom and Scherzer. You see your boy Syndergaard got lit up by the Yankees, though? You know, Were you happy about that? Fuck that Uh, guy. Yeah, you know, I don't really give a shit. But you know what they say, dude, honestly? I've heard so many people say this, and you really have to just marvel at it. I heard, I believe I heard David Cohn say this recently. I respect him. He's really yeah. great because yeah. he's very Coney. He's, he's Coney. He's Coney. Who doesn't like Coney? But there's something about him where he had zero fucks to give, but yet he's very professional in what he does. And he was like a party guy. He goes, you know, my whole career, I thought that the greatest athlete I'd ever seen in a uniform was Bo Jackson. Wow. And that's a great answer, right? Of course. I, goes, mean, I mean, that to me, that's in the moment answer. Until Shohei Otani. He's like, wow. he's... He's the guy. Well, he's the he's the Babe Ruth even bigger. He's the greatest athlete he says he's ever seen. And even guys like Tyler Wade that play with him now and Mike Trout, they're like, he's faster than us. He's a big dude. And he's the greatest Little League player that ever was because he what he does is remarkable. And even though it's noted, it's not noted enough. How can you how I bring can him you, up because he plays for the Angels with Syndergaard, how, how former Met you, that got lit up. How can you argue that Shote Otani Shohei. I'm sorry. Shohei Otani is pitching like a Cy Young Award winner and hitting like an MVP candidate and runs like a like a and, and runs like a like a speed demon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. he is insanely good. He's, it's almost it's sickening how fucking good he is. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell. You have to take the word from you know the people that yeah. are there and that play with them. And I mean, you could tell. I'm saying, but like when you hear like yeah. he's a better athlete than Bo Jackson, I go, oh wow. Anyway, uh, 
I'm sorry to break the glass on that home run, but you're not the only one. I was fooled. Everybody's was fooled. everybody's fooled. I'll be honest, thinking that was a home run catch when it was not. So, that, so what's going to happen? This happens in every sport. Your team is lighting it up with your best players out. Then the best players come back. The best players come back and you cool off. I don't know what the mentality is, but hope not. Hope not for the Mets' sake. But right now, that always the, seems if, to happen. Though. If the Mets are arguably one of the top three teams in baseball now, it seems like Mets, Dodgers, and of course the the Yankees are the elite of baseball as far as like well-rounded teams. Mets have the Mets might have the best lineup in baseball. That's, that's so weird for me to say because the Mets never have you a know lineup why, though, like I that. I thought about it. We talked. We touched on this on FoxSportsRadio.com. If you missed any of our shows, we were on Sunday and Monday Memorial Day. FoxSportsRadio.com. Think about it. These guys are leaders, right? A lot of times when when you have leaders mm-hmm. of a team, you let them lead. When those leaders go down. People come together, pull together, therefore forming a stronger team. Yeah. And I think that's really the reason why. The leaders go down, the rest of the team pulls together, they become stronger as a group but as what, a result. You know what the they, leaders come back, they're like, oh well the leaders back. Uh, we could we could whew, we could like step back a little bit because the leader's back and then they lose their chemistry. You know what's happening to the Mets, which I, I don't really talk much about the Mets on the show because I think about them a lot, but I don't I, I try to save you from all my Met thoughts. But right now what's happening with the Mets and it never happens. You know, in the beginning of the season, every sports team, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is, you 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 daydream about, what if all the guys on my team played up to their potential? But that never happens. Like, you'll be like, yo, what if Judge, and it's happening for the Yankees. You're like, what if Judge and Stanton are both healthy, hitting bombs? They'll be unstoppable. And they are. Well, Stanton's on the deal on that, yeah. But, but, but I, yes. I, look at, I look at it like, you look at the Mets and you're like, all right, well, what if Marte's stealing bases, hitting doubles? What if Pete Alonso's back to his like home run league leading form? What if uh, what if Lindor get, get, swings a hot bat again? What if McNeil hits th- over 300, which you know he's capable of? All these things are happening. And when all those like, hey, best case scenario, this happens. When they happen, that's when it's like working on all cylinders, working on all cylinders. Yeah. And the fact that this is the best team, one of the best teams in the league and Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, if you said name the best 10 pitchers in baseball, they might make, those two guys might make your top five list. They might make your top two. So and they've been out the entire time. That's Rich's point. And the Mets are still playing so well. So what happens if, when the two guys, the if, two leaders come if back? these guys are healthy in the playoffs, if my Mets, after almost 40 years of me crying about how the Mets haven't given me a World Series since fucking Gary Carter's perm and... Keith Hernandez mustache. If the Mets over the next two, three years or so, and with the the payroll, what it is, because Steve Cohen's actually spending money, if they don't win, if they don't win, they'll never fucking win. Well, they will easy. never fucking it's win. Not easy. Because That's if you have that Mets seeing, lineup, what we're seeing the Golden State Warriors do yeah. right now is amazing. If you see, not if, easy. yeah, if you see, if you look at that lineup with Lindor, Pete Alonso, Sterling Marte, McNeil. If you had that in the playoffs with DeGrom and DeGrom and Scherzer pitching, if you don't win, you will never win ever. All right, there you have it. Don't I had already we already said I know. I have, I have one last thought about the Mets, but it has nothing to do with the players. All it has right, to do well, with a really last, fun, a funny story, circ- a funny circumstance to end the show. The last story isn't about Bo Jackson, it's about Bo Burnham. He released outtakes from his comedy special Inside that he did during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, the one where he like sang and entertained. Yeah, I love I mean, that one. It was yeah. a big yeah. deal. People loved it. Kids loved it, especially the Weenials love Bo Burnham. And it was funny. It was great. It was very next level. Like, wow, this guy's talented. 
But outtakes were released, and a lot of it's him mocking Joe Rogan, so it's going viral. Uh, like it's him mocking, and and you could see why. Like Joe Rogan's like an old school Neanderthal to a guy like Bo Burnham. Well, Joe Rogan now you know something that a lot of people like. Joe Rogan I sent you some of it, smart. Joe Rogan did the whole like we don't have a gun problem, we have a mental health, and and people are like yeah, it's like <sighs> I like I, Joe Rogan was very put offish with that for a lot of people. Um, the two Burnhams sound off on the PC culture. It's effing exhausting, bro. As he um, PC culture, man, it's, it's uh, fucking exhausting, right. bro. It's, fucking it's, out it's of exhausting. It's just it, it, the, our culture has been taken over taken by a over. radical group of uh, SJW feminist freaks feminist, who, yeah. uh, who hate comedians, they hate us. who are anti-comedy and anti-joke. Totally. And uh, it's gotten to the point where you can't say anything. No, literally. 100% you say anything. Literally. I, mean, I, I will try to say something right now. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and he, he is trying, and uh, it's unbelievable trying. because it's we have fallen so far oh, from the heyday of comedy. So I don't really find this funny when, at all. You know, Tony well, the Pancake. So while well, well, viral because you know, I mean, yeah. he's Joe Rogan, and yeah, this is Will Burnham. I don't find that funny at all. I got to tell you, for as eye rolly as you may think Joe Rogan could be on whatever he's talking about, I find that in response to be equally as eye rolly. I hate everybody. Like, yeah, the middle ground is like that's where it has to be. Yeah. And by the way, Kyle and PA brings up a good point. Going back to the baseball thing for a second. He goes, you got, I remember there were years the Yankees were better than the years they won the World Series. You, you need to be hot in October. There was that year Seattle won like 100 fucking 15 games lost. The 2010 Phillies had Cole Hamels, Halliday, Cliff Lee, and Roy Oswald. And they got swept in the first round. So sometime after winning over 100 games in the regular season. So God, I hope that doesn't happen to the Mets. If they do, you can have a laugh at my fan expense. There was a, uh, a final story I wanted to end on because this is sort of funny. You know what I want to end on? What? Oh, That's my God. That's gross. What Jesus. is that? Who is that? Sophia Beverly. Those oh. fucking kazooms. All right, anyway. Sorry. Didn't mean, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean gross. I thought I mean it was just a little. I said finish. Uh, Too continue. floppy for me. Um, floppy? Those are going to go down to her knees when she's not 20-something. They're not floppy. Those aren't Floppy. Floppy. Mama. Spot is uh that was a bottle of milk. Suddenly, so I'm suddenly very parched. So Friday, we're all going to the Mets Dodgers game. And I'm very excited because I'm taking Same. Emmy taking Emmy to her first game. And it is just it's one of those things where she's like excited about it because she's like, I want to get ice cream and cotton candy. And I bought her a little Met shirt and watching her like know that she's going like Friday. We're going to the, see the Mets. Let's go Mets. And she's being all cute about it. She's excited because she gets to see her little buddy, Jordan, uh, our buddy Rob's son. She's like, I got, is he going to root for the Mets too? I'm like, yes, it's going to be fun, buddy. And Emmy's all excited. And Friday, I realized we actually get a pretty decent pitching matchup matchup also. Bassett's pitching for the Mets. And what I find to be the funniest aspect of the whole thing is our buddy Monsi at Fox Sports was like, oh, you're going Friday? Yeah, give yourself a little extra time because it's going to be wild at the stadium. I'm like, why? What's going on Friday? She goes, oh, it's going to be a fucking fiesta because it's pride night at Dodger Stadium. And 
she's like, yeah, the Dodgers are going to have uh, like rainbow hats or something. And all I kept thinking was hilarious because all my daughter loves as a five-year-old girl, dinosaurs, unicorns, and rainbows. So my daughter is going to see rainbows everywhere at Dodger Stadium and think that, dad, why are there rainbows everywhere? I'm going to be like, honey, how great is baseball? Not only do you get to watch the Mets with dad, there's rainbows everywhere. So Cavino, spot. Myself, Spot, your wife's a Mets fan. Her family, <laughs> she comes from a family of Mets fans. She does. And uh, our buddy Rob, Sports Rob, and his son and his wife are going as well. But yeah, we'll be going to Dodger Stadium on Friday to watch the Mets-Dodgers in, you know, two best teams in the National League going at it on Pride Night. So it'll be, it'll be rainbows everywhere. My daughter is going to think that baseball and rainbows go hand in hand. So... I think it's just a pretty funny coincidence that of all the days of us to go to a game together, Emmy's first game is uh, Rainbow Night at the stadium. Everyone's going to think Rich and I are gay lovers and Emmy's our adopted daughter. Yeah. Why can't I be the... Because you're there with your wife. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? What if she's just like... Because it's, 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 it's you and Kristen, well, well, Rob, Rob his wife and their son, and then me, Cavino, and Emmy. Yeah, I would picture Rich <laughs> being into effeminate Latinos. Yeah. So yeah, Friday night we'll be at the stadium. So, but I'm trying to figure out who the top and who. If, the if any, if any, Cavino and Rich, uh, if or any, you, or do you flip? If any Cavino and Rich friends of the show are at the game on Friday, we'll be there. If you want to grab a beer, whatever, we'll be around. From I, I mean, grab a cock. I mean a beer. I mean, it is Pride Night. Would it, be, it is Pride Night. That was a little aggressive. I couldn't yeah. say it on Fox. I guess Cavino would be the top. You would be the bottom, Rich. That's fine. I don't want anywhere near that stinky ass. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take that one. Good for Cavito. He gets a, a yeah. pristi- the, like the most pristine ass on yeah. the, uh, on the so West Coast. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. Quite so the opposite. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, we'll be there. And by the way, on Fox, the funniest thing in Fox is that Monsi, who is like our pal, she's great on the sports updates because she's just like it's like a fun, cool she's chick. Bubbly. She's bubbly and fun, and she's not like a dud of a sports reporter. She's like, she's cool. I like her. And she talked, she goes on the air. She's like, oh, you're taking your daughter Friday night? That's pride night. And she said, she's like, it's going to be nuts. Oh my God. She kept saying nuts and something else. And what was nutty. it? Nutty. She, said she kept nutty. saying it's going to be nutty. Gonna be oh, nutty. She used the word nutty and nuts like five times. Nutty. I couldn't help but think of balls. Yeah. So if you're at the I game mean, and you want to buy us a cocktail, yeah. Um, yeah, Pride Rich, Night. Yo, Spot and I will be in the bottom. We're like Beavis and Butthead section, trying not to make some we'll sort be of in like the bottom section. gay joke. Every, or yeah, we'll be in the bottom section, and it's gonna be nutty. Friday night. Actually, we are gonna be sitting. We're sitting right behind home plate. We're right, right there. Right, right behind home plate. Right behind. Right. We're, we're right behind. Well, everyone's gonna be behind us because we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be right there. So, we're sitting in the rear section or the tier tier section. Oh, tier one. Yeah, we're we're right there. You'll be grabbing onto the net. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, oh, we're Rich, slow down. Yeah, no. So Friday night, Jeez. Kavino and Rich pride night at the stadium. But, gonna be but hearing or but watching Rich find out that it was pride night. All of us looked on at each national other. radio. All of us looked at each other and like me and Spot like, but the funniest thing was because we all found, and, and the fact that she kept saying, she kept saying, oh, all, all my gay friends will be there. It's going to be nutty. Oh, and we really? were like, it's Pride Night. You I am wearing. We were. We were. Beavis What's the weather going to be? We were. Are you wearing a tank top and little no, shorts? I'm wearing the shortest shorts I own. Good. I swear to God. Why? 
You know, because it's going to be fine. Get it. He wants compliments. Right. compliments. Yeah, he wants his, uh, I want my bulletproof legs. Want to play exactly. a game? Want to wanna play a game? Let's play a game. Who can get a free drink? <laughs> Who can get a free oh, Who can get a free $10, $15 cocktail? So it'll probably be in like Hey, hey you want a Heine? Oh, I could definitely. Uh, honestly. I don't know. Sorry. What do you mean? You know, I think of the three of us, I'd pull in the most because I'm like a bear. Yeah, you got the Kinda, I got yeah. a beef. I'm a beefy bear with with. Beefy legs. bear with a tank top and muscles. Now, oh man, yeah. go get go get a drink without your wife and see if you can. Gotta, no, honestly, see if you can get a free drink. It should be a fun game. Beer at, at, at Dodger Stadium. That's fifteen dollars. What did what did uh, buddy Danny show, G say? I'll show my nipples for a free drink. Danny G's like, yeah, I bought a bought two beers and a hot dog, and it was like fifty bucks. You know what? <laughs> like, I'll, 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 my investment will be a Dodger dog, and I'll just seductive, seductively eat it and see how many drinks I can get for free. Whoever gets hit on the most wins. That's Spotty's gay. Spotty's gay. Spotty's gay. Spotty's as he's eating his dog. That's Spotty's gay. I'll get the footer. Yeah. Why are you eating your foot long like that? What do you mean? So what a night. What a, I can't, I can't, draw. I can't wait. I can't wait. They say, they say it's going to be a party night. Listen, I, 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 the, 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 they're saying the crowd goes crazy and it's a, it's a fucking party. Way better than a bunch of fucking lame, late to the party, late to the game. West Coast. Lamos. So Friday night, Kavino and Rich taking my daughter to her first game, and it just happens to be Pride Night at the stadium. Which I'm, I'm glad it's Pride Night and not like the weird night where people, you know, you don't want to take, you know, when you don't want to take your kid somewhere where it's something peculiar. Like if you take your kid to like a fucking Knicks game, and it's the one day they don't wear. If like, all right, let's say you took your kid to a. Red Sox game, their first Red Sox game. And they were wearing those like UCLA looking yellow and blue city jerseys. Connect. And you're like, the city connect really jersey. like my kid's so first game. Explain to me what that means. It's like an alternate jersey. I didn't want to ask. <laughs> just an alternate. They call them city connect jerseys. Yeah, just the alternate. Representing the city in a different. It's just. A yeah, no, they, they take a different aspect of the city. I spot. thought it meant like something to do with like a connection to a different city. No, no. Like, uh, <laughs> like they'll be like, all right, Washington Nationals. Give me something about that city. That's unique. Like they're. Cherry blossoms. Yeah. So the jersey is like a oh, uniquely designed cherry blossom. Uh, like, okay. let's say, the, the, I don't know, the Colorado Rockies one is like just a bunch of mountains and different fuck, colors. Like, why did Boston do look like UCLA? Because I think it was like their original colors uh, of something back in the day. I don't know. They do something. But I, you never want to bring your kid to the game where nothing looks the same. Like, oh, wait, the Mets are wearing like some fucking weird throwback. It's like going to see uh, the uniform. play with an understudy. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, That's exactly. So, so I'm glad that... Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a gay old time Friday night. <laughs> Thank, that's the best way oh, to put it. Thank you. They represent the marathon, the Boston. Marathon. Oh yeah, yeah, the Boston. Oh, there it is. Oh, there you go. So cool. To, you know, because I mentioned Sal. it, Thanks. I do want to say this. Boston Sal. Tommy Pham is my <laughs> least favorite Major League Baseball player. He recently slapped Jock Peterson, and on top in of that, the face. We talked about it on Fox Sports Radio. He smacked Jock Peterson in the face because they had a little squabble where Peterson was joking during a fantasy football exchange and since then tommy fam has come public to say that mike trout is the worst commissioner in fantasy sports and i just say fuck that guy to yeah. the high heavens knowing the backlash that will smith got and he still went and smacked jock peterson in the face over a joke 
and was suspended, but now is coming publicly and saying that, <laughs> talking <laughs> shit about Mike Trout, the greatest player in sports. Fuck that guy in the ass. That's another story I'm touching on. But you know what? Matt Berry, your old pal, also commented, say, being a commissioned fantasy sports is the absolute worst job in fantasy sports. That said, their league clearly could have used some stronger leadership. So Mike Trout oh, getting criticism when it comes to being a commish. Speaking of the slap, uh, Jada has finally addressed the slap on her Red Table Talk. Oh, what did she say? She said, um, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. With the state of barf. the world today, we barf, need barf. them both, and we all actually need one another more than ever. Well, it's a fair politically correct statement. I get exactly. it. Oh, wait. Until then... Will and I are continuing to do what we've done for the last 28 years, and that's to keep figuring out this thing called life together. Thank you for listening. That's a good statement. Hey, can't argue that. Ask Everyone. her if she uh, thinks I should go to Uncle Joey's or Uncle Tommy's. Oh, right, figure that Why don't out. you go on the Red Table Talk? Figure Why don't anyway. you ask Derek Jeter? <laughs> I will. I'm going to tweet oh, him. <laughs> what would Jeter do? <laughs> ask me anything. What would Derek hey, Jeter do? Hey, Derek, what was your favorite got, game? What was your favorite playoff game that we might not think about? And Next got, question. <laughs> should I go to Uncle Tommy's or Uncle... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and I got Jeter this wedding. It's really him. Hey, Camino, right. thanks for being a fan, bro. Uh, number one, I mean, Uncle Tommy was a role model to you, you know, like captain almost, right? Junior's uh, pouring his heart out. Let's get him on the show. I love it. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. NBA Finals tomorrow. Of course, we'll be live tomorrow here on Patreon. Thank you for subscribing another month. Tell your friends about it. Remember, send them the link. No one sent them the link. We did a free show yesterday. You didn't send your friend a link to it. I know you didn't. I know you didn't because I checked. So, but here's the please beauty. send the free link. Tell your friends yeah. to subscribe. It's another great yeah, month. It's still, it's still active. It's on our Twitter. It's on yeah. It's on our Twitter. Send the link out. Please. You can uh, yeah. You can share the I double show. Double check. Watch people watch it. See what it's all. Nobody about. did. It's like that viral video. Like your friends ask why you haven't made it yet. Yo, how come you ain't famous yet? You share my stuff. Yeah, because you ain't sharing my shit. That's yeah. why you did not. We asked you. Hey, guys, thanks for subscribing. Appreciate you. Love you. You guys are the best. Couldn't do it without you. Oh, yes. Can you please send this free link to your friends who are on the fence? Oh, that you know what? I, I, uh, no one did. I know you did. I, uh, I, I know because I, I checked. I say this all the time on the Have Kids, I said, podcast. I always say, grab, grab one of your friend's phones or your wife's phone or husband's phone. Anyone that's sitting around, grab their phone, right? Just go to podcast. Download. Does them no harm, your right? Flash, your flashlight's on. Does it do them any harm? Trying, it, to, trying to see my nipples. What, you so, want to see through shirt? So remember, free show yesterday. It's a new month. Let's make it a great one. Thank you guys for being here. Right. here. First day, Junio. It's the first of the month. Uh, until here. tomorrow. If I, if, I put, if I put my head on your body, you can rub your nipples and people won't think it's weird. So foxsportsradio.com. It's color shirt today, so it works. Yeah, foxsportsradio.com. If you missed any of our shows this past weekend, some good stuff there. It's more lifestyle and pop culture than it is sports. So foxsportsradio.com. And a lot of people hitting me up about the Turbo 500 I, count, I, I did this past weekend. Yeah, no, one's hear, no one's asking you about that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can search Turbo 50 on the SXM app no and hear the top me. 50. All right, so Turbo 50. And just shout outs to all. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate your feedback. Even the shitty feedback. Thanks for hearing us out. Thanks, Cubs. And uh, hopefully oh. you found the first hour relatable because it's never fun to talk about real shit like that, at least for me. Not fun. 
So I hope you enjoy it. Oh, big show tomorrow. What's the show tomorrow? So we have to talk about this. I think Sarah has finally admitted that Ben's hair needs a major change. His school picture is adorable because my, I had long hair when I was a little kid, but this school picture, you know, I'll show you tomorrow. I'll show you tomorrow. Tell your friends. We'll see you then. I want to shout out. Where'd it go? Fudge. I know you want to go. Jay in New, I think it's Jay in New Mexico. He says, we never shout him out, but he listens and loves us. Oh, Jay. What's up, Who's Jay? Jay? I don't Appreciate know Jay. It. I Jay love Jay. in New Mexico. What's up? Darren Burry. Probably got that name wrong. Funky Monkey. <laughs> Neeby. What's up, Neeby? Uh, love you, fart boys. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>